like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. <laughs> you say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. couldn't have done that before the show? It just came up, so to speak. <laughs> Excuse me while I blow my nose. Before we commence broadcast activities, welcome, drop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. It is a Friday, and ladies and gentlemen, we have, I believe there should be a special commendation issued to this broadcast, whatever the hell this is on Twitch TV. For the first time, I believe... We'll have to go back into the archives. Maybe Jim from Cheltenham can check out on this. We are now concluding a complete, unadulterated, five consecutive days on the air. And for that, I am waiting for the Congressional Medal of Honor. Mr. President, I will accept it. I will come to Washington. I want to feel the cold metal, the gold, whatever the hell that medal's made out of. I should have that adorned over my neck. Very, very soon. And you too, Robin. Not just me. This isn't just about me. Now, it's, it's mostly about me, but it's not just about oh. me. Do you have my machine on, Robin? I'm trying to give ourselves oh. a roaring round of applause, for God's sake. I'm not one to pat my back. But. Now, I've scratched my back, and I'll scratch yours, because that's the way we work in a tit-for-tat world. Would that be considered tit-for-tat or quid pro quo, or what would we consider that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we have to come up with a new name completely. If you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's tit for tat. Exactly. But mostly tit for tat is used in a negative connotation. Tit for tat's always good for me. Anything with the word tits in it is good for me. Like, calm your tits, which is one of my favorite sayings now. And the reason I use that, and I, you know why I use it? Ladies and gentlemen, I, first of all, I want to make a disclaimer here. <laughs> I've been telling him that he should not be using this. But go ahead, Tony. You know why I use it? Because women use it to me. And so... I believe in equality for all. So if a woman can say to a man, we also have tits, but we don't call them tits. We call them breasts. We don't even call them breasts. No, pecs. Pecs, but they're not pecs. The muscle behind it is a pec. Women have pecs too. But why do we call women's breasts tits and men's breasts pecs? Can I tell you that I very, very, <laughs> very rarely, if ever, call my breasts Tits. But tits are an acceptable word now. They're no. not one of the seven words you can't say from back in the day. It's still, it's it's not, I, to me, it, they, they, it doesn't. Robert, just calm your tits. This is a joke. <laughs> when a woman can say to you, calm your tits, why can't I say back to a woman, calm your tits? It's tit for tat, tit for tit. We don't have to go to Lake Titty Kaka to break this down. Anyway, let's move on with the program, Robin. Why does it always have to start with an argument? I, I'm when I'm just trying to make a simple point that everybody's the same. If a woman has tits, a man has tits too. Now let's move on 
to the important things. We got so much stuff, and things are breaking. Our good buddy Tim McManus, who we just had on the show the other day from ESPN covering the Eagles, had the story this morning that is now just starting to circulate as the local media still obsesses over whether Doug Peterson, uh, who told uh, the media on Wednesday that his two offensive coaches, Mike Groh and uh, Carson Walsh, were safe and they did a great job and then only to fire them the next day, you know, people have been machinating and going crazies and the phone lines have been blowing up. That's what happens when your team is knocked out of the playoffs in pretty much every city, that you have to find something to talk about. And while only gambling degenerates or real football insiders will focus on the upcoming games when their teams are not involved, a lot of cities do this, whether it's NBA, hockey, football, Unless you're a diehard football fan or a degenerate gambler or play fantasy, your team gets knocked out of the postseason. Most of that fan base moves on. They're not going to sit around and watch the games. Not this reporter, because tomorrow, because it is our duty to follow the NFL all the way up and through the Super Bowl in Miami, where Miss Robin and I will once again, we will not take the family truckster. We'll jump on the big bird, and then we'll fly. Benvenidos a Miami. Sí, sí, ay, papi. I can hear it now. Robin, you're too white. Let's go to a real Latina. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Steve in NorCal, by the way, this is not the same pussy. This is a different pussy. Yes, we now have. The big baby boy. He's the, he's my baby. He has that's the big baby boy. That's the son of Riddle and Miss Lily. All like he might even be nineteen pounds now. That I'll is one to... big big ass. That's big pussy for real. Forget about the uh, <laughs> forget about big pussy on the on the Sopranos. That's the biggest cat. Now, not the, not really the biggest cat available. No, no, no. I mean, there are other, there are other cat- big cats. There are other cats. They, this not big cat rag- barstool. Not that dude. Red. He's not um, even a cat. Rag dolls are on the large, larger scale spectrum for domesticated cats. There are other cats that are even larger than rag dolls that can get up to like 30, 35 pounds. Um, male rag dolls can reach like twenty five by the time they're older and cats are like pigs. <laughs> i think he might be on it well on you know his way. most cats don't really people don't like cats though those who don't say well you know they're not like dogs they're not affectionate and most of them are most cats don't give a shit they just go into the other room some of them you know when the neighbors come over friends come over they go hide under right. a bed dogs it doesn't matter they're coming down you know they're jumping on you they're jumping on friends they're jumping on strangers because they you know dogs just love everybody cats are different some cats oh. like our cats they're like they're, they're, they're nicknamed puppy cats. The rag yeah. dolls are named like For puppy- example, Sir Lawrence, the big boy, one of the original of the 13 mm-hmm. cats that Miss Lily and Riddle were pumping out like rabbits for a couple of years. Actually, it was all in one year. Yeah, yeah. They pumped out 13 babies in two litters. That's a procreation sensation, baby. And so Sir Lawrence is now like the millennial cat. Yes. The parents get all the work done. The, the, the millennial cat, the child, becomes a big, fat, lazy, do-nothing. Yeah, well, all just... cats do nothing but sleep all day, let's be honest. Yeah, but, I mean, some cats are a little bit more active. Seriously, Sir Lawrence is the laziest cat he I've really ever is. seen in my entire life. He is life. the laziest bastard cat I've ever seen. All but he's be... not a bastard, though, because he has no. parents, and they're both in the house, yeah. and they haven't left him. They didn't abandon him on the street. Tell yeah. him to get the hell outside. Yeah, but they're <laughs> they're only living together because they can't afford to be apart. Exactly. I mean, that's really... <laughs> <laughs> they pretty much echo life. 
Yes. And so Sir Lawrence, they really don't like he doesn't pay attention to me. When Robin was away in Arizona with her dad and her family, you know, I was sleeping alone. And Sir Lawrence actually came up onto the bed because he likes to come up on the bed and then he plops down on Robin all the time. And he never really pays me any attention. That's fine. But then he started paying attention because Robin wasn't here. So then finally he started coming near me and allowed me to pet him. And then before you know it, he was climbing on my chest and he bonded with me. After yes. how many years? How old is he now? Three? I mean, it was, it was, Three, it was four a shock. years? So now he partially likes me. And I have a partial every once in a while, too. Maybe that attracts him. But no, he's a male cat. Anyway, I digress, and he's fixed. We have three cats. One of them that you just saw, every once in a while, will come down and cry. And then Robin, he got, jumps up on her lap. And now he just left and went upstairs. Yeah. Basically, it's it. It's like, hey, Mom, I want to go to the mall. Buy me a new iPhone. And he gets all, the kid gets excited. You take him to the mall. They buy, you buy an iPhone for $12,000. And then 10 minutes later, it's like, see ya. All right, thanks, Mom. I'll see you in a month when I need you again. That's what cats do, some of them. But our cats are actually more affectionate because Riddle comes up. He's like, if he hears we're asleep and I get up and go to the bathroom or even if I cough in the middle of the night, he comes right up and he jumps in the bed looking for attention, puts his head down. He wants to be rubbed. Riddle is really the super I, – I, but he loves back, though. Yeah. He wants, he wants attention 24-7. He's like the Meghan Markle of cats. I mean, he wants the attention every second <laughs> until he decides to leave, and then we'll condemn him. And then Lily, Miss Lily, she also picks and chooses when she wants attention. Yeah, there's only like, certain times. When I'm up in the office preparing for the show, invariably she'll come out of nowhere, start whining, jump up on the desk, keep about. me from working. I rub her head a little bit, and then finally she, she sits down and lays on the side of the table Hello, while I prepare. Trevor. Hello, Trevor, and welcome, everybody. Enough about cats and dogs and all this other stuff. We are live on Twitch.tv. We thank all of our regulars for joining us, and we welcome all the new people who are finding us. It doesn't cost you anything to follow. You have no obligation. The government won't come after you and tell you you have to watch this show, although they should. I think if we're going to mandate things, I think this show should be a government mandate. It should. It should. I believe there should be one. I'm going to call my congressperson. And I'm going to uh, demand that they put up a resolution and have a vote on the House floor before the end of business this afternoon in Washington, D.C., and mandate that it is absolutely not just a privilege or a right to watch this show. The government should force feed this program into every home in America to make this country a better, safer, more educated, and most importantly, more humor-filled country, people who can get sarcasm, people who appreciate humor, things that are serious, I deal with seriously. Things that are a joke, I deal with them with sarcasm and humor. And if you can't deal with sarcasm and humor, you know, I don't have a magic wand where I can turn you into somebody who has a sense of humor or can deal with sarcasm. So I apologize for that. I have a lot of skills. Making people think and have fun with life is something that I try to emote. And most of the people who have been following me years, over the years, one of the reasons I believe that they like what we do here, Robin, mm -hmm. is because we have fun at our jobs. Just like the shows that I watch, whether it's the NBA on TNT with Charles and those guys and Kenny and, you know, and all the guys in Shaq, that show is popular. You know why? Not because they just know basketball and give you the breakdowns. 
because they're having fun doing their jobs. And I don't know about you, Robin, but when I hear somebody on radio or watch somebody on TV and they're having fun and they appear to, at least on the surface, love their jobs, because most people hate their jobs, right? Would, Would it be safe to say that the majority of people hate their jobs? They don't love their jobs. Some of them may tolerate their jobs because they need one. Some work in jobs that they really don't want, hoping to find something better. But for the most part, people go to work because they have to. And we keep doing this not because we have to, but because we like doing it. And the chicks, you know, you get chicks out of this. And dudes who, uh, you know, who uh, look at Robin every day. It's part of being who we are, what we are. Or as Charlie Manuel once said astutely. It is what it is. Exactly what it is, what it is. So we got divisional round football this weekend. Yes, the stone-cold, guaranteed, free-of-charge locks will not only be released on this very special Friday today, Robin. And by the way, if you'd like to send us a GIF just to show your appreciation for our five consecutive days of shows, Robin, we're going to have to go back in the archives. Do you remember the last week we did five consecutive shows? It's, uh, almost like it's, it's, it's almost a modern-day miracle, showing that 2020, maybe this is the year. Well, it is a year. Is it a good year? Is it a mediocre year? It's a very good year. Then that's what's when that? I was 17. That's when yes. I got laid for the first time. But anyway, I digress. So let me explain what's happening in football. And I'll get to the Tim McManus story that I mentioned earlier. The divisional round, so that means the final eight teams, how many from the AFC? Four. How many from the NFC, Robin? Four. They're playing this weekend. So by Sunday night, let mm-hmm. me explain this for you okay. novices or those that are not. Should so, we write it down? Yeah, I have it written down. Okay. By Sunday night, we will be a week away from being two weeks away from Super Bowl 54 in Miami. You following me right now? Yes, yes. So I'm, we have I'm eight picturing. teams now. Just picture this. Okay, I'm picturing. Eight teams will go into the arenas. Got it. Four and four. Four and four. Four Saturday four. and four Sunday. Four. From that eight, okay. how many will remain by Sunday night? Four. Exactly. Two and two. Two and two. Is this love connection where we come back in two and two, as Chuck Willery used to say? Pair, pair them up. So then, see, four is always the number one. That's why four is our favorite number. Even when the count was trying to tell me that seven, eight, nine, it's always about four. Yes. Four is the motto of the show. Four. Exactly. So Sunday night. We will go from eight to oh, four. You yeah. following me now? To four. Eight. This is not common core math. Eight this is simple four. math. Got it, got it, got it. You can even do it on one hand by the time we get <laughs> What is that hat on? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's a lifeguard. That is hysterical. Oh, that is awesome. I like that look. Got the whistle in your mouth and you're in the, the I got this, oxy that, on the on Not the, the oxy. I got that inside me. On the outside, I got the, uh, the what is the sulfur? Not the sulfur. Yeah, isn't that oxy something or another? It's the white stuff. No, it's, it's stuff that so could burn your nose. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. Uh, enough about that. So then Sunday night, we'll go back to four. Okay. And then those four teams will play the following week. All right? Right. Next weekend. Zinc and then us. there will be two. And they will be the teams that then will have to wait how many weeks? No, no, two weeks. So then next Sunday night. Okay. The process begins of knowing who the representatives going into the Super Bowl. This is football 101. 
for all the housewives who aren't watching Oprah today because she's not on, maybe Ellen's not on being preempted for something. I'm or just trying like, to help everybody. Or for the likes of me who's interested in it, but I, I just, the minutia and all the details kind of escape me. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Until we get to Miami and the minutia will continue for an entire okay. week. But it's important minutia then because yes, it's it Super is. Bowl week, Robin. So Sunday night will be a week away from being two weeks away from the Super Bowl. That's okay. the way to think of it. Breaking it down to simple brass tacks. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. Now. We have developing situations around the NFL. Of course, you know, coaching staffs are being put together. The Doug Peterson hysteria continues here in Philly. You know, now he says it was his decision to fire the guys that he said that he wasn't going to fire the day before. And now people are he'll – be, he'll be going in front of a congressional delegation, and they will have a hearing to find out whether Doug Peterson was really lying to all of you or whether or not it was just a simple misspeak the day before. And then so he gets grilled on a radio station where they pay him to co- show up every week, which yeah. I used to have. Buddy Ryan used to come on with me. He was contractually obligated to come on my morning show when I was doing mornings at WCAU. We had the Eagles, and so the station pays the coach to come on every Monday morning. Right. Many times they don't even want to do it. Now coaches don't even have to do it. Some coaches don't do it, but most of them do. They get paid. They show up on a morning show. And so Doug Peterson went on the WIP and he was grilled about, Doug, you said you, you were going to fire these guys. You said they were safe, and then you fired him. And then he said, well, blah, 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 hamada, hamada, hamada. I, I, uh, I was playing with a water bottle in my mouth, and I really didn't know what I was going to say, and you guys caught me. Mea culpa, mea culpa, mea culpa, five Al fathers, five Hail Marys, and a bottle of holy water. So next time when you're manipulating a bottle of water in front of your mouth, you'll know that oh, at, at least has yeah. been blessed at the Cathedral of St. Peter and Paul in Center City, Philadelphia, Robin. If Doug Peterson had, instead of using just regular bottled water or purified water, had gotten holy water while he was manipulating that bottle in his mouth the other day, it probably would have cleansed him from all of his potential sins, possible lies, possible yellow lies. What are are these masks that people are putting on me? I know. I like them, but don't get me wrong. Now, for people who are watching on Twitch, and, and our subscribers, they see all these weird things that people can do. Yes. You know, it's like pin a tail on a dock. So you can put ma- masks on me. How come Robin never gets that stuff put on her? Because I can only choose one camera to have the masks. Can you? So then why don't you on. just put this the one shot on you? Because Robin is the producer, director, key grip. She's the caterer. She's the FSX supervisor. She pretty much does everything except wash the dishes. But everything else, she's got that covered. Although she did wash the dishes last night after making an absolutely spectacular what's for dinner? Let's grab some cavatilis. Let's grab some scrimps. Let's grab some kalamata olives. Let's slap those babies down, flip them, and rub it around. And then, of course, add the ooey gooey cheese to finish Just it a all tiny, up. Tiny, tiny bit of cheese. No, it, was, it wasn't like the. The bubbling cauldron, no, no, no. scalding cheese drippage that I love. But it was just the right amount. And Robin, moments before wondering whether what she was going to make for dinner, within a matter of a half an hour, produces a spectacular, spectacular dish. I'm a, I, I might not be well, like not a four-star chef, but I am a four-star 
Nobody can whip it up, slap it up, yeah. or flip it up. Whip it up, chef. And this isn't even just a leftover. You know, people do that. You made shepherd's pie the other day, right? Because right, we had extra leftovers. mashed potatoes from a recent prime rib dinner. Mm-hmm. So he made too many mashed potatoes. You save the mashed potatoes, and then you do shepherd's pie. I I call it kitchen sink cooking. Yes. I, I just see what's why don't, available. Why don't we have a cooking show where we could be making a lot of money and selling pots and pans on QVC instead of sitting in a wine cellar in South Philly? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we could. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm one of those really great cooks that if, we, if you put me in a kitchen and I look through the pantry. But I not barefoot the, and but pregnant, no. by the way. And it Robin can go into the kitchen. She goes in barefoot, but never pregnant, at least not in my house. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not in my house anymore either. Trust me. But so yeah, no, I'll go through the refrigerator, go through the pantry and go, okay, let's see what I can put together. And and I I do damn well. Yes, if she I does. Say so myself. See, people think I only criticize you, Robin. When you I was so hungry last night because we did the show, then we were down here getting ready for my picks to post them to make sure I got them out last night so people <clears> could get the stone cold divisional round locks. And so we were both starving, and then by six o'clock, we're like, "What are we gonna have for dinner?" And then Robin goes up, and then and then spins her magic in the kitchen. And unlike Luigi, who just keeps the kitchen, Robin only makes it a partial disaster. I, it's only in the sink, and usually I'll rinse out stuff as I'm going along. But last night, everything was have a, it was a quick meal, so I didn't have a chance to really do too much rinsing. It's okay. Just rinse and repeat. We'll have that with us at the Super Bowl, by the way, the rinse and repeat background that I love so much. Anyway. I think we might have a new one. A new one? Yes. But we'll talk more about that later. All right. Now, let's get it back to the football. So, anyway, we got the Eagle stuff going on. Who's going to be the new offensive coordinator? So, all the teams around the NFL who have made changes. Wait, I have to make it. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Is this breaking news? No, I need to make a question. Because Fister Ball says Tony needs the blue pills, Dean. Tony doesn't need the blue pills. It's that uh, that part is fine. It's that he chooses not to procreate. He just chooses to practice. Yeah, we're talking about practice. Practice, practice Practice only. Practice makes perfect. And And by the way, I don't want any more babies. Yeah, no. We we both. We're done. I'm not Tony Randall. I'm Tony Bruno. <laughs> Tony Randall, remember the legendary cop? Oh he had a baby when he was like eight years old. And his poor, and then he dies, and his poor wife has to raise a baby. By so, I don't care how old you are. If you want to have kids when you're older, guys can obviously make babies when they're old. Yeah, no, because you see the difference between men and women. Just to do really quick, just in case somebody needs a biology lesson, men's sperm gets re like. Men can make new sperm forever. Exactly. They don't just sit there and become old. They not all men. I mean, there are a lot of men who can't right, procreate right. because not that through the fault well, of their they, own. They stop making. They stop producing. Exactly. So but there are so many men they, who try to right. have babies and want them, and then they can't get it done. When men produce sperm, it's always new. Eggs in women, you're born with them. You have them from the moment you are a woman, and then they just keep getting older. So it's not good, you know. You know they they start to get old and wrinkly and don't make good babies no more. <laughs> exactly right. Enough about the baby. Mom. Okay, sorry. I mean, if you want to make I babies, I just rehearse making babies. Oh, See, the God. thing about making babies, I mean, the whole purpose Ooh, of procreate, a uh, whole purpose of sex, oh. the initial reason was to reproduce. Yes. And luckily for the human race. The reproduction process is quite is enjoyable, pleasurable. Yes, 
Now, for certain animals, I it's not. It. Like, there are a lot of animals that hurt one another. And I don't mean like biting on the back of the neck hurt. Because some women in the human race and men like that. But there are animals, and you see it on the animal planet. Yeah. When they procreate, it's wham, bam, thank you, man, pull like, out. Ah! The, worst, the worst I've ever seen, though, are ducks. <laughs> I mean, like the drakes, they freaking. They, not it's like, drake, not that drake. No, the, no, the real the, drakes. The, the male ducks called a drake. I know. They, they gang, I don't want all of our rapper fans to get they confused. They gang rape a female duck, and then they, like, if it's in the water, they try drowning her. I'm I'm amazed that any ducklings are ever born. It's the most horrible thing ever. But I digress. Let's get back to sports. Not Kenyon Drake. No, let's get back to sports. Not Drake, the entertainer who sits at the arenas and watches the Toronto Raptors. Not, uh, let's see, who else? Not Drake cakes, which make yodels and ring dings. Say what? You know what yodels are, right? They're the two little uh, chocolate things in the pack that. that oh, are, they're round. They're called than, yodels, okay, and yeah. then there's ring dings, and ring dings are that beautiful chocolate. They look coated, like a hockey puck, right? Yeah, but they're not solid. They're cake and and cream inside. Yeah, it looks and like then, a hockey puck filled with exactly cream. Yes. Drake's cakes. You never seen Drake's cakes? I have, but I didn't realize that they were made by Drake's. They're not made by, like, Drake's, the Ducks. They're made by in a factory somewhere, probably be a bimbo factory because they're buying out and all I the bakeries. I think ding-dongs are the ones that are more familiar to people. But they're – no, they're called different things. But yeah. the, well, I'm using – remember, we're, Drake is the uh, thing yes, right now. I know, I know. Drake's Cakes makes ring-dings, and they make yodels. And yodels are the little two-pack. But both of them have that, that nice little thin crust of chocolate so that when you bite into it, whether it's a yodel or a ring-ding – you get that little bit of crunch. It's not like a, what's the other stupid thing that people that get high eat where there's no chocolate on it? It's just a rolled up little cake with cream in it. Right. What are those things called? It's, it's, it's basically the food of stoners. Ding dong. No, they're not ding dongs, Robin. What's the matter with you? <laughs> not Twinkies? Not the Drake Tavern in Jenkintown. That's right. We went to the Drake Tavern many yes. times. The only thing Twinkies. I, Twinkie, that's what I just but said. But they don't have chocolate around them. They're just white chocolate. Dean, see? See? Right there. Zero to 60. But, but no, it bothers me because I have to rack my aging brain, and thankfully... I said Twinkies like 10 seconds ago. No, you didn't. You said ding-dongs. Re- oh, we need to rewind the tape. I wish I could do that very easily, which I can't. I said Twinkies just before you got all riled up. You weren't listening. Ho-hos. And I ain't no ho. <laughs> But I like a ho-ho every once in a while, as long as it's clean. I'm not taking any dirty ho-hos up in this house. You know what I'm saying? Not moon cakes. There's a lot of different. But Twinkies are the, the so-called go-to default yes. product. That will what, what, outlive what, what, us. When people talk about getting stoned, drunk, late-night munchies, yes. what do you have? And you get Twinkies, every right? Every single movie where there's been an apocalypse and 100 or 200,000 <laughs> years later, they unwrap a Twinkie and it's still fine. Exactly. It's like spam. Yeah. If you're, gonna, if you're now worrying about World War III, and you know, a lot of people did doomsday bunkers long before Trump came in and the world went crazy. Remember, people were, there were shows about doomsday oh, yeah. planners. People were building stuff underneath. Well, the, the so this origi- is pre-2016, by the way, right. for those of you who have not been following the world uh, before three years ago. It's like cowboy fans who don't follow the NFL before 1960, as if nothing else existed prior to that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, 
there's all kinds of good crappy snack food so that when it late at night, like we'll be doing this in Miami, I'm sure. You know, you don't have anything. We're going to get, we're renting a, a nice condo, an actual house again. And so we'll have a refrigerator. And instead of having to, you know, go out to dinner, well, we'll be going out a lot. But, you know, when you like, when you, when you rent a, an Airbnb. Yeah. And we've been doing this now year after year, whether it was in Tampa with that amazing house we rented, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people, or whether it was in Houston when we had that nice condo. Or houses in Minnesota. The house that we um, got this time in Miami is fantastic. It's right in Biscayne Bay. Oh, And it's a a beautiful, beautiful little compound. Compound? Yeah, it has. Can I I start my new Spawn Ranch so that I can become another hero like Charles Manson is to people in the country? I can get people in there. I'm very excited, this place. It's gorgeous. uh, And it has, like, the, the main house, and then it has, like, a little guest house. You want to talk about Party Central, yo. Party if we had people time. In the, no, that's what happens. We get these beautiful places, but we're working 24 hours a day. You're I know, I know, I got to put that because I know that wasn't changed, Robin. And I'm, I'm doing this right now. I want to put the music on because, you know, this song, it's about the soundtrack of our life. I need some Miami. Socorriamo. Music. Let me get some. I need to get some. I wish some. I could speak Spanish. Well, Robin, instead of learning all these languages like German and Dutch, well, you had to. You lived in Holland. Yeah. But people, like, take languages that don't make any sense. Like, again, you can I'm learn a, any language you want, but, like, Japanese is a very difficult language. I'm a hands-on kind of person, though, because I don't think that I just don't – languages, to me, should be learned while you're there. It's so much easier than learning Like, when I went paper. to Yugoslavia mm-hmm. in, the, in 84 for the Olympics, right. I spent a month beforehand trying to learn Serbo-Croatian because that's the language. You had the Serbs and you had the Croats. And, of course, then there was civil war imminent while I was there. And then after the Olympics ended in 84, civil war broke out. And the country now is, uh, is no longer Yugoslavia. It's Serbia and Croatia. And so they still speak that language. So I tried to learn the basics of that language mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be the, the typical ugly American who travels around the world and then thinks it's the obligation of the people of that country to speak English yeah. So that my life can be made easier. And my Serbo-Croatian knowledge, very limited, still got us out of jams and taxi cabs when I was with a bunch of other ugly Americans trying to get around (laughs) in Sarajevo when nobody spoke the language. And the cab driver, oh, by the way, didn't have a New York accent. You know what I'm saying? He was a Serb. He lived there. We went to his country. And everybody expects these people all speak our language. That's ugly Americans, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be an ugly American. Get your shit together, America. Get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Did you know that the... <laughs> here's some t- sorry, Twinkie Trivia. Bartko, I think it was Barco 24 said, Twinkie Trivia, the original filling was banana, not vanilla. Did you know that? And you hate bananas, so if Ooh. we had a, a zombie apocalypse, well, I don't like Twinkies anyway. If you had, we had a zombie apocalypse, and I there was die. a basement full of Twinkies with banana cream, Robin would die. But apparently, during World War II, because bananas were rationed, they switched over to vanilla. I hate the vanilla not world. Know, I did not know that's this. racist. <laughs> anyway, get back to your story, Tim McManus. So Tim McManus, as we circle back. To what I think is the breaking news of the day. Okay. Remember Josh McCown, Robin? You remember him? Yes. You know who he is? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, noted noted NFL insider Robin Austin getting ready to (laughs) head to Miami. And when somebody walks by that I know that she's actually met before and says, hey, Tony. And she says, who is that? And I'll say, that's the guy you met last year at the Super Bowl. And I'm the one yes. who has no, fried brain cells? Tony, I do. I, I See, the thing is, is that <laughs> can we just get to the story without you bringing me into this? Because we get sidetracked the every single time. The story was Josh McCown, yes. who when we last saw him, him, was trying to help the Eagles beat the Seattle right. Seahawks in the playoff game here. he was very here. sad afterwards. Well, you know why he was sad? Not just because he lost and he's 40 years old and he couldn't run anymore. And people were making fun of the fact that he looked like he was a, had a hard time moving. Right. Now we know why, thanks to Tim McManus. Well, it wasn't Tim McManus's fault. Josh McCown tore his hamstring off the bone of his <gasps> leg in the second half of that game. Oh, my God. And continued to play. Oh. So for all you couch oh. potatoes and degenerate gamblers and fantasy people, Mocking Josh McCown. Off the bone? Off the bone. Now, I like ham off the bone. When you go into the supermarket, you, you know, you get it off the bone. Or you Ow. get the, the stuff that's, you know, processed. And it's got all that gelatinous crap all over it. Josh McCown was playing a football game when he tore the hamstring off the bone in the second half. Damn. And then they finally, and you saw him limping around out there, right? Yeah. And they I had know. no third string quarterback. Because for some reason, the guy that the Eagles drafted a couple of years ago wasn't dressed a younger quarterback. But wasn't there somebody else that wasn't designated a quarterback that was prepared to Nobody step was in? prepared. The only other guy who could have gone in and played quarterback was a guy who's their wide receiver who was the quarterback in at Houston. But he didn't practice playing quarterback the week before. Bottom line is this. To me, it's not about... You know, whether Greg Josh Ward. McCown was good. Greg Ward was it was a quarterback in college, a great quarterback in college, right. who then knew he wasn't going to be an NFL quarterback. No one was drafting him to do that. So they turned him into a receiver, and he's right. been on practice squads. We know the story already. And would he have come in and been able to run the offense? Probably because he's there every day. But remember, he was also a practice squad player. Oh, I'm just hurting just thinking about – Off the bone? Were they – were both of them off the bone or just one side? I mean, he tore no, both of them. No, there's a hamstring in each leg, Robin. Do we have to do basic physiology? But what I'm saying is were both torn off the bone or was it one was off? They, he tore both of them, but one was torn all the way off the no, bone. No, you only tear one hamstring. There's one in each leg. And so he tore one of his hamstrings, not both of his hamstrings. Okay. You know how hard it is to tear two hamstrings on one play? I don't know. This is such a crock. Either way. It Jesus, is. Robin, this is basic Basic physiology. You know what he needed? What? He needed uh, what were uh, one of our new sponsors. Yes. Go Sleeves. Go Sleeves. We'll get into that. They slapped that on him, and he could have felt better throughout the game. So anyway, for all you people who sit at home and rip athletes and, oh, this guy sucks, and why is he not running? You run around on a torn hamstring. So now he's going to have surgery, a six-month recovery from this operation. And obviously, he's at the point where he's going to have to decide after 18 years in the NFL, whether it's worth to go through this again. But to me, the bigger problem is not that Josh McCown couldn't win a game against Seattle, even though he played pretty well and he tried his best. The fact that the Eagles, who drafted a quarterback, 
who just continues to sit on the bench and play in preseason, but apparently has no future with this team, is not dressed in a playoff game so that you have to rely on a veteran and a crafty, gutsy guy like Josh McCown to go out there and save your bacon. And that's the thing that's confusing to me. And, and, and for all the people who are suggesting that Carson Wentz is injury-prone, injury the top medical doctor for the NFL, did you see this story, Robin? Dr. Alan Sills. Yes, I did see that story. Basically said that what Carson Wentz did after he got the cheap shot to the was head. Was heroic. Was heroic. Now, hero, he, heroism to me is, is yeah. a little different think, than a guy saying, oh, shit, I think I have a concussion. Right. Because here's, the, here's why. I think brave is a better word yeah. than heroic. What Wentz did is what players in the past never did. Right. They didn't want to be perceived as Oh, I'm a wimp. I'm going to let me go back into the game, coach. How many fingers do I have up? I told you that's what they used to do. Yeah, there's two things. One is they didn't realize that multiple concussions had lifelong lasting uh, uh, consequences. Tony Romo, players have retired after concussion after concussion. Not in the same year, but the sequence of concussions year after year. And with all due respect to all these experts who know medical stuff by watching a game. The people who call Carson Wentz soft or say Carson Wentz is injury prone. And I got to give it up to Chris Long, yeah. former Eagle. And I said this the other day on Twitter and I got attacked by all these woke assholes who come after me thinking that they're looking for a way to, to catch me into saying something that I didn't say. For all you people out there who monitor my Twitter feed trying to catch me into saying something that you want me to say or something that you think I said, you can stick it up your asses because you are the enemy of America, the enemy of the people. And I mean that. So Chris Long, after he heard all the people out there, media, hacks like Josina Anderson and, and Tory Holt and all of these other players oh, who should yeah. know better, not just idiots on Twitter. They don't know anything. They just, you know, like me. Anybody can go on Twitter. It's the thing about Twitter... You're getting fucked one way or the other. No, I'm not. Unless I get lucky. Now, here's the problem. So, Tory Holt, former NFL player, sitting at home with Josina Anderson, who I don't understand. And it has nothing to do with her race, people. I call out every incompetent boob. Josina Anderson should not be allowed to watch ESPN, let alone work for ESPN. She serves no valuable purpose in the NFL. If you think I'm saying that because it's a racist thing, no, I'm saying that it's a competency thing. Because even Chris Long, who, by the way, yes, he's white, but he's playing with African-American players all around the NFL, wherever he's been. Some of his best teammates in the NFL, guys who played next to him and put their bodies on the line to win. He, I'm glad he came forward and said how disappointed he was in the media, forget about fans. Fans are always going to have an opinion, and most of the time it's uninformed, uneducated. That's why we have social media and talk radio, so those people get a voice to say idiocy or sometimes say a smart thing, sort of like me. Except my idiocy, idiocy quotient is not as high as most of the idiots on Twitter and on sports radio and calling into shows or hosting shows. By the way, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, in the chat room for reminding me that this is a Tony Bruno rant. 
It's not really a rant. Yes, it is. Go ahead. And so I got guys coming at me, woke guys coming at me on Twitter when I trashed Josina Anderson, suggesting that I'm only doing it because of the color of her skin. No, no, people. It's not because she's African-American. It's because she's a sleazebag. It's because she preys on players in locker. I'm not saying she's sleeping with them. I'm just saying. But what did Brent Selleck say? Brent Selleck. Chris Long, sorry. Robin, can you let me finish the story, please? I don't need you to tell me what to say. I I don't work for CNN. I don't have Jeff Zucker call me every morning and tell me what I'm supposed to talk about. I don't work for Fox News to tell me what I talk about. I speak my own mind and I speak my heart. I don't have a... I don't even have a script. I just have notes. And none of it has to do with rants. I don't plan rants. Rants are organic. Sort of like the overpriced vegetables and bananas that you're buying out there. But anyway, I digress. So Chris Long, God bless him, comes out, rips the media, rips Josina Anderson, rips Tory Holt. He's a player. He knows media, and he knows other NFL players, regardless of their race. And what he said is that he was ashamed of how many people, people in the media and people who played the game and people who report on the game were calling Carson Wentz soft and suggesting that he's injury prone because he got a rare concussion because a guy led with his helmet when he was on the way down. Whether you whether he was dirty or not, regardless, the point is, that was something that could have been avoided and has nothing to do with Carson Wentz's prior issues where he had his ACL and MCL torn up and then had a back issue the second year when he came back quickly and actually started the next year and then trying to compensate for the recovery of his major knee surgery, it probably affected his back. I'm not making excuses for Carson Wentz. So when Carson Wentz goes out there and plays the season, there's this group of people out there who always get upset and blame Carson Wentz and say he's not the right guy. And this is not about race because they want Nick Foles back because Nick Foles was the hero and he happened to be white. Who is also injured, Who got injured in his first game in in Jacksonville. And now they're going to try to get rid of him because they got Gardner Minshew, who they got cheap and don't have to pay $50 million. God bless Nick Foles for getting paid. And God bless him for what he did here as a backup going in for a couple of games and helping them win a Super Bowl. The point is, the ridiculous thing about media and former players sitting at home who played the game, suggesting that a guy is injury-prone or soft after he gets speared in the back of the head while another doctor goes too far the other way and suggests that he's a hero for being smart enough, and you saw it. Nobody noticed it. I, I saw when it happened, but I didn't realize it was helmet to helmet when that play happened. Yeah. But I said to you, I it think Carson, like- I said, Carson Wentz got hit. In the, I thought he got hit in the back because it too. happened so fast, and they didn't show the replay over and, and over again. it looked like when he, when he went down and he got hit that he sort of arched his back. Yeah, exactly. So he gets up, and then they didn't show this on the TV broadcast. We didn't see this over and over again until after the fact, right, when they realized – that he was going out, that he was going into the injury tent after all. Remember, he goes to the bench, sits down next to the other two quarterbacks. Right. And you can see he had his head down, and he was probably saying, you know, I don't well, feel he, well. He was he was pinching his uh, n- the, nipples. Between, no, oh, no. He's pinching his <laughs> nose and kind of like shaking his head. Uh, you could see that he was trying to shake it off. 
at first. And then I think he finally realized that this was more serious than yeah, he originally so he, thought. Yeah, so you could see it. Carson Wentz isn't a guy who's going to say, oh, I don't like getting hit. I don't feel good. Can you go in there for me, Josh? He obviously knew something was wrong, right? And so what does he do? He tells, he tells us quarter, the quarterbacks next to him, Nate Sudfeld, who for some reason never gets dressed to play, even though he's the younger guy who was the heir apparent, or at least the guy you think could go in there and replace Carson Wentz instead of a 40-year-old veteran who they were stuck with. Again, did his job, has his hamstring ripped off and plays the game and comes up short. But the media and the ex-players and the media people infiltrate locker room trying to get dirt from disgruntled players who know they can get the word out by giving the information to their girls or boys. And it's not just women. I don't want to single out one woman. But what Josina Anderson does is something that ESPN can never, ever can. I'm not, I'm not calling for a firing. I'm not calling. I don't want wish ill will toward her. I'm just saying that a company like ESPN, Disney-owned, where I worked for 10 years of my life and respect it and respect all the people who work there, there are employees that don't do good for the company. Their job is not to try to go in and infiltrate locker rooms to find the... Now, if you work for the National Enquirer or the Star or some slapdick entertainment thing and you're trying to drum up interest and you have your own website right. and you're like TMZ and you're getting dirt, which is what they do. TMZ does that better. You know why? Because TMZ doesn't hire reporters. They get people out on the streets. They see somebody come out of the airport, a car, and they ask them. Actually, the TMZ reporters, who are just basically people with cell phones, other than the guys who sit around in the newsroom while Harvey grabs his big sippy cup, the, the people on the street who get video for TMZ and TMZ Sports, they're regular people who actually ask better questions of people coming out of limos at airports than many of the so-called legitimate media people who get paid a lot of money to report. That's the thing that bugs me. I don't think I'm better than any of these people. I just give comments on what I see. And when Chris Long can go out there and just tear into these suckers, that to me is a man who's speaking his mind when a lot of other players don't have the balls to do so. Chris Long played for, played for multiple teams, played for the Patriots, played for the Rams. And he sees when someone that he has gone to war with, so to speak, another overused term in sports, just like heroism, but he's been out there, won a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl before in New England. So this guy is not just some scrub player like Orlando Scandrick who goes on TV every week and they put him on there to talk about stuff of how he sucked with the Cowboys at the end of his career and then came here and sucked in his brief stay and now all of a sudden is the go-to guy on defensive backs that suck. That shows you how crazy this world is. Hey, let's, let's, go, let's get to Orlando Scandrick because he's going to rip everybody and rip the Eagles locker room and rip Carson Wentz and then suck up to the Cowboys who never won anything while he was there. And then he's going to be on every week because they know they can get him to say stupid stuff on Fox Sports 1 in the morning when the guy couldn't be more irrelevant to anything that matters in sports. He ain't won jack in his career. But now all of a sudden he's the go-to guy for all things controversial because he'll say stupid shit so he can get a job as an analyst. Good for him. I'd rather listen to a guy like Chris Long or other players with the balls to step up and when they see media people and former players 
calling Carson Wentz injury-prone and he's soft, he called those suckers out, including Torrey Holt and that dipshit Josina Anderson. That's my anger. My anger is not at people on Twitter or people who just have an opinion. No, and we want to thank Sticky Pirate for ghost hosting the show. Is he ghost hosting? Yes, he is. Whatever happened to the other ghost guy? Remember Space Ghost, Coast to Coast? Remember him? Oh, I vaguely remember him. I love that show. And thank you, everybody, for sharing the show. Is that um, like Sticky Rice? Not at all. <laughs> what is a Sticky Pirate? Anyway, I know Sticky Rice, and I don't like Sticky Rice because it's like a clump. And you got to break it apart. I never got it. I eat it. I like it. You could put some, you know, you put seasoning in it. Sticky, sticky rice is better for sushi. Which is why I don't eat sushi. I like and my, I only like my women sticky, not my rice. I don't even want to think about what a sticky pirate is. <laughs> and to tell you the truth. Now, stinky pirate, I understand. Sticky pirate, he needs to explain, please. Space goes coast to coast, Robin. Clarky Bob. I think Tony has forgotten what he was ranting about. No, I don't. I never no, forget. No, he doesn't forget. Never, ever forget. He, he might take a while. He might get sidetracked, and he might circle back around, but he will get there. Nobody circles around or circles the wagons better than I do. No. Agreed. It started off, I told you, I started off with the Josh McCown tearing his hamstring oh, in the game. Oh, God, that just sounds, oh, so painful. I know. All I'm thinking of is going into Acme. And when you look for what, you know, you look in the deli counter. Yes. And then I see off the bone ham. Yes. And or, I'm thinking, oh, no, no, you it's know not the else? same thing. I'm not you, thinking about eating a guy's leg. I'm not a cannibal. I no, don't have cannibalistic this tendencies. I, this is what I think of. <laughs> I think of a, a chicken leg, and you know there's that one tendon that um, when you're eating that chicken leg, you you have to sort of rip through it. That's the thing that I'm thinking of ripping off the bone. And I don't know why that's the image that's coming to my brain, but it sounds incredibly painful. I know, and it's lunchtime, and people are probably eating nice ham sandwich. Andy Reid probably would tell the media today, Let's go have a nice ham sandwich. Let's go have a ham sandwich. Sticky Pirate says, Daddy needs to change his name. Old inside joke that's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can you find Space Goes Coast to Coast for me, Robin? I don't know why that show is not still on. You know, they rerun all the old. You know, we still have Clutch Cargo cartoons on the air, one of my other favorites. I showed you Clutch Cargo, right? Yes. Which is basically drawings, of static drawings of these characters. And then they would superimpose like a real mouth, sort of like SpongeBob does too. You know, they have like the real mouths in some of the characters, uh -huh. and it's just a cartoon, and not really an elaborate cartoon. Not a very, in you know, not like the crazy stuff they do now with special effects. Space goes coast to coast. He was like a DJ, sitting in the on the ones and twos, right. summoning yeah. the world. Give me just a taste of Space Ghost, Robin. Multar, look. I am green with evil. Huh? I said, did your mail order come in yet? Yeah. What did you get? So very Soap. weird. Hmm. What kind? Lava. It's got pumice. Yeah. That's your new book. What? Is that your new book? Shut up. I'm reading my new book. Sorry. Huh? I said you can't read. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the the uh the. Where's the, the ghost? Captioned you back with his new sea monkey kit. You don't now understand, you Robin. I don't. This I don't was understand. this was next level ca cartoon action. 
It was deep thinking cartoon action. See, this is There's the space ghost there. Yeah. This is This See, is there the were, cartoon were... action for dads that would sit down with their kids. No, no, I never sat down and watched these with my kids. No? What is that? See, Space Ghost is the good guy, and this guy's a bad guy. And then it's and it's it's like it's it's like deep thinking. It's like it's like SpongeBob. You know, SpongeBob is for kids, but adults get it better. You know what I mean? It's one of those kids can watch it and, and miss a lot of it. Like the new SpongeBob movies coming out this year. That's one of the few movies I will go see at the box office this year. The new SpongeBob. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Well, I don't know. Space goes, Robin, I knew you wouldn't like it because you don't appreciate greatness like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just like you don't like the Three Stooges, just like you don't like a lot of the great stuff from the past. You probably would take down a Space Ghost statue if it was up. <clears throat> Clarky, but don't I get Johnny Quest? Johnny Quest was great. I remember that. Of course, the greatest movie ever made. Which you bought for me last year. No, who bought it for me and ordered it? I ordered it for you. Even though <laughs> I had never really seen it and the sex scene really is just I didn't want it for the sex scene. It was just the, one but of the it, great it, movies. Well the this particular the one that the the the, the unedited unedited uncut version is what I bought version. you and the unedited sex scene is in, incredibly disturbing. I find it kind of fa- fascinating myself, even though I'm not into that stuff. We're talking about uh, Team America World Police. Yes. Puppets of famous actors who are mocked by the guys who give you, who bring you. It is quite brilliant. It's, and it would Park. never be able to be made today. No, and those guys don't want to do it because it was really difficult to make yeah. because they were real string puppets. They weren't, you know, CGI string puppets. Right. So if you've never seen Team America, it's, it's a movie that is more appropriate now than ever before. It was way ahead of its time. But because everybody's so woke now, and because, oh, by the way, Matt Judge and the guys who did the, uh, Trey Parker and those guys mocked Hollywood, sort of like uh, Ricky Gervais did the other night. In this movie, he basically mocks Matt Damon. Oh, yeah, everybody. I mean, it is just absolute self-deprecation. There are several people that laughed at it because they're not all all about themselves. They can They can laugh at themselves. But there's a couple of actors who were really, really upset by uh, World Police. Yeah, Matt Damon in particular. I don't think he was. Those a... guys actually wouldn't talk to Trey Parker and Matt oh. Judge after the movie. And you know who else is in there? Michael Flint. I mean, Michael uh, who's the the guy who looks like a, a a beached whale. Michael Moore. Oh yeah, Michael. Moore. Michael Moore gets torched in oh, this yeah. movie. Yeah, he does. He should hope they play it now because he looks like he weighed only 500 pounds when they made that movie as opposed to 1,000 pounds right now. But anyway, I digress. I said Trey Parker and Matt Stone, not Matt Judge. Joe Judge, of course, is the coach of the Giants. Thank you for the, uh, for the correction, Bearcat AJ. Meanwhile, <clears throat> let's get it back to football. So anyway, <clears throat> Carson Wentz is not a hero. He was a smart guy who in this world of understanding the ramifications of head trauma, Mm -hmm. did the right thing. And the doctor, again, Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL's top medical officer, said, playing is, you know, a lot of guys would have wanted to go back. Now, he would have gone back in there, I'm sure, if he didn't feel like it was major. And, by the way, they take him in the medical tent, 
and they usually determine right away, but they put them in the concussion. They obviously saw immediately after Carson was on the bench that this was not just a shake it off, go in there, and they're taking this much more seriously now. And so he goes into the medical tent after telling everybody on the sideline quietly that he didn't feel good, and when they took him into the medical tent, they knew that this wasn't just a uh, shake it off type thing. So when he went to the locker room, it became very apparent that this was head trauma because it, it, most of the head trauma problems come from getting hit in the back of the head, not in the front of the right, head. Right, because there's, your spine is right there, and you're a lot more vulnerable. Plus, your brain gets bang, bashed forward, and then it hits again. So there's two impacts, the original impact in the back yeah. of the head, and then your head hitting the ground in the front. So you're getting your brain bashed back and forth in one fell swoop. And so I agree. You know, he understood that playing is not toughness. Now, some people in this day, and I listen, I love the old school NFL, but I don't like guys getting hurt and then 10 years, 20 years down the road, you know, they're vegetables. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see that because nobody understood that. That's the great thing about technology and medical advancement. And so... While people will call Carson Wentz selfish, not selfish, soft and injury prone, to put this injury on him and his past problems is just irresponsible douchebaggery at the highest levels of media and former players who should know better. So screw all you. Screw you, Tory Holt. Screw you, Josina Anderson. And screw any other player who has the balls to think they're a tough guy by going on cable shit shows and ripping other players because you failed and you failed miserably at your job. That's why those players, players who just serve that purpose to titillate and get people to watch a show because they're going to say outrageous shit. The fact that they're allowed on, listen, I, I believe in everybody's entitled to an opinion, but when your job is to just form opinions based on saying outrageous things that he probably doesn't even believe deep down inside, especially if you played yeah. in a contact sport. You're a, you're a cornerback. You're getting hit all the time. You're hitting players. That's the thing that's being a, a fake shock jock, even as a former athlete, serves no legitimate pur- purpose other than to make a name for yourself by being outrageous and outlandish. And not only that, but uh, when you're – And there's nothing wrong with being outrageous and outlandish. You know, you need to have your vision be completely 100%. Whether you're anybody, you need yeah, but, that. Yeah, but even even more so, you have to have everything going for you. And if you are compromised, you, you would hurt the team. Nobody's disputing that, Robin. Well, they said, yeah, people are. They're, They're saying that he should have he should The same playing. dopes who, who, who are called Carson Wentz injury-prone – are adding this to the latest know, things so of why he's injury prone. The same people who would take that hit in the back of the head and and immediately go out of the game, everybody has the same protections. It's just that now it's not just quarterbacks. Any kind of helmet-to-helmet hit, they immediately throw a flag. And they should. And then determine whether or not, because a lot of times they throw a flag on a helmet-to-helmet, and then when you watch it again in slow motion, which the officials don't have the benefit of doing, because right. it's bang-bang, they'll see and they'll pick up the flag and say that the helmet did not hit the other helmet. It hit the, it hit the player in the shoulder pads. And so I err on the, on, the, on the side of caution on the NFL's ability to now understand that we don't want guys you know, hitting each other in the head every week. Right. But 
throw the flag, then look at the replay and determine. That's why you have replay. Look at the replay, see whether or not it was a clean hit or it was actually a helmet-to-helmet. And it doesn't matter what the intent is anymore, by the way. It doesn't matter whether you are trying to hit the person. Trying to hit the person, and if it's, if it's obvious that the person is trying to hit the person recklessly, that usually leads to a suspension. But there's always a fine, and there's no doubt Clowney's going to get fined, and he's going to play this weekend. That's the way justice is supposed to work. But for the official, as I said the other day, to, to basically say it was just incidental contact is just ineptitude, even from that level. But anyway, let's move on with that. Because we've got other action today, Robin. And yes, I know you've been waiting for it. And you've all been good boys and girls as is. And whatever you'd like to call yourself these days. Regardless of how you identify yourself, what your gender is. When the stone cold, guaranteed, mortal locks are released. They are released for the benefit of every man, woman, and gambling age child. Must be 18 and over. To go in and plunk down your hard-earned money. Capitalizing and cashing in on the National Football League. Finally, out of the Stone Ages, an understanding that people just don't want to watch a game because they're rooting for their favorite team. They want action. And who doesn't want action, Robin? I ask for it all the time. Let me take you where the action... I'm all about that action, boss, as the great Marshawn Lynch, a.k.a. Beast Mode, knows. Luigi says, I'm sitting in my zip-up sauna and watching Maury. This is living ghetto fabulous, folks. That son of a bitch is watching Maury and he's not listening to this no, show? No, he's listening to the show. He's watching How Maury. How can you listen to the show and watch Maury? You don't really need... You can just watch it for the fights with the volume down. Let me... I, don't, I hate to be a spoiler alert... Somebody is not the father, and bitches will be yelling at each other. Or bitches, I'm sorry. I, I should pull up the, the photograph <laughs> of Luigi's new swana. Swana. It is, it is like... It's, med- a, it's like a medical tent, except you go in and your head sticks out. Okay, you, they don't pull it over you. You read your Stone Cold Locks. <laughs> I will have this for well, after I'm you're done. I'm not releasing them yet, Robin. Oh. I'm just teasing it. You're teasing the Stone Cold Locks. Damn it. Why would you sit at home... And watch Maury, unless you're really, really, really. I don't even know what mindset you need to be, unless you have, unless you've knocked somebody up, and you want to feel that you are not the father. Is that one of those guilty pleasures, Luigi, that you have that you watched? I don't know. It's not a guilty pleasure to me because I am the father, and I am your father, as I say to many people who come at me on Twitter, calling me an old man. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. So this is Luigi. This is what he looks like right now. We folks. have a photo now. We have we been uh, are, are we are libel now? Uh, what do you mean libel? I mean, will we be releasing uh, information that he has not allowed us to in- oh, no, release? He, he talked about it, that he's in. So I'm assuming that he's going to You know what he does? He orders stuff on Amazon, which is great because you can subscribe to the show on Amazon. And he has it all shipped here because obviously he lives in an apartment. And if you leave a big box in front of an oh, apartment it gone. It in gone. South Philly. That some bitch will be on the back of a truck or even inside a, 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 a little car, a Volkswagen bug within seconds. So when it, when it arrived, it arrived here, and I was like, I want to see this thing because I, I remember seeing, like, on Laverne and Shirley and on I Love Lucy, 
those at-home saunas that you would zip up and you yeah, would but those were more of, rigid. Those were like they were they were like, actually there they, all the time. Now like, these are fold-ups. Yeah, these are fold-ups, and so that's what it is. That's what he looks like right now, sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that thing. You know, people used to buy those to lose weight. Yeah. You know, they get remember the contraption that you had the the band around your waist and oh, it would, yeah, and it would vibrate? vibrate. People still have those machines, and everybody, every, whenever there's a new machine. That's a, and Luigi, by the way, is not doing this to lose weight. No. He's doing it because it cleanses, you know, when you're right, in a no, sauna. It's, a, it's good. It's it good opens the shits. pores and gets all of the, uh, all of the, uh, impurities. The, the smegma off your body. <laughs> Either I say impurities, Tony says smegma. <clears throat> it gets the flotsam, the jetsam, the smegma. It opens the pores. And you get a good sweat going, but you don't yeah. have to have because when you walk into good the shits. real, you know, you've been people have been to, you know, not you don't even have to go to a resort. You go to some really nice gyms, and they'll have a sauna room. Oh, it's fantastic! You know, and they have the rocks in there, yeah. And then you pour water on it. You I go to Japan, that. all these places, and it's really, really oppressive in there. Sort of like being in Philadelphia, trying to walk down the street at night. You feel well, that actually, oppressive feeling, and I'm, you're worried. And and think, I actually wouldn't mind trying it. As well, because one of the things that I don't like about a sauna is breathing in that. Yeah, it's hard. Hot, and it, like, it burns your nose hairs. Yep. So this is your head is still out in the cool. Yep. And the rest of your body's in the heat. No, I, I love like it. That. I think it's a great idea. And what, what the best part is, you know, it's not sitting up and taking up your entire living room. You fold that baby yeah. up, you slap it up, you flip it, bam! And then you open it up. And you get in there, and your head sticks outside. Now, the only thing, though, now, is... Now, also, it comes in handy if you want to decapitate somebody while they're in there, <laughs> they and you want to do, do a sneak attack and come in with a gigantic... Uh, Why do you have what, to go what, there? Katana. Yeah. You can make a nice, clean one. Boom! And then the head rolls off like it does in all these movies when these guys supposedly can take somebody's head off with one swipe, which is total bullshit. Clarky I don't think it Bob. Could Good looking, Luigi. Between that and the Bruno Bidet, you're one clean dude. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs a bidet. That, oh, we uh, have two now. Yeah. Robin, can you turn my machine back up, oh. goddammit? Yeah, everybody needs a bidet. That it, it should be a standard thing on every single toilet. And the fact that Americans haven't caught on more about this is, is an outrage. And Bob from Valley Forge, again, another one of those deep-thinking friends of the show that we love. He said... Could, couldn't Robert Kraft have used that instead of going to the massage parlor? The money he has, he could have one in every room. Yeah. He could yeah. have one in his car. Why do you need to go down to the, a the Orchids of Age Asia massage parlor in Florida? Well, the same reason why some people go down to the massage parlor that Luigi went on to Broad Street. He went in there for legitimate uh, massage. It was not his fault that the woman wanted to know if he so wanted a handy at the end. Maybe Robert Kraft uh, did the same thing. He wanted a regular massage, and then all of a sudden, uh, they offered him a little something-something Are extra. you a patriot apologist? I will leave that up to Dean to be the patriot apologist. Now you're a patriot apologist, too? Um, I want to let the people on Instagram know that <laughs> I alone can see their comments because the only commenting board that Tony has on in front of him is the 
twitch.tv forward slash Tony Bruno show comment board. It's the only one that he can see um, because there's so many other places that it's airing. But if you, too, want to comment and have Tony see it, make sure you make the switch to twitch.tv. It's a free app that you can download exactly. on your computer, on your tablet, on your phone. And follow Tony Bruno Show on there, and it'll notify you whenever we go live, and then that way you will be able to see the full. Like right now on Instagram, folks, you are only seeing one camera. You're not getting the full show. You're not seeing the multi-camera. You're not seeing the extra videos. You're not seeing uh, the photographs that I posted. You're only seeing Tony's reaction to it. Exactly. So make the switch to Twitch. Exactly, bitch. Uh, but interestingly enough, you know, saunas serve a purpose. I mean... You go in them, you feel better when you come out, you get a good sweat going. We've already covered that. Everybody knows what a sauna is, I think. But then we have deep thinkers. You know, we talk about Robert Kraft. Yeah. It, a bad, it was a bad, actually, he had a good start to 2019 with the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Yes. But then from that moment on, something went horribly Something right. went terribly, terribly wrong. Sort of like VH1's behind the music. Goes to a massage parlor. Gets in trouble. Yeah. Doesn't really, doesn't get in trouble to the point where, you know, he's been put in jail or, you know, no, he just accused got of sexual assault. Publicly humili- Public humiliation. Yes. Then he ends this season without a happy ending either last weekend, yeah. according to Joe Quillen, who nailed it absolutely right. No happy ending in the massage parlor. No happy ending at home in Foxborough when this Tennessee Titans went up there and ended it. For your team, your town, your New England Patriots. But let me give them a roaring round of applause and an E for effort. And how, who many, how many people have not ever said this, Robin? Nothing good. Nothing like a good schwitz every once in a while. I know. While. You know what I'm saying? You, have you ever noticed, though... Schwitz is only good when you choose to have a Schwitz. Yes. Not a Schlitz or a Schmitz. Yeah, but when you're not choosing to sweat, then it's never good. Like, if you sweat because it's, then it's uncomfortable. But when you're going in someplace and you're choosing to sweat, then it's like, oh, this feels so incredible. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, I love going into saunas. I know. Initially, you're like, it's a choice. You choose to go in there. Nobody puts you in there and locks the door except in horror movies. Right. And then you hope everybody dies when you watch those because that's why they go in there. Or to... the original, uh, the, the Dutch De Lift, the elevator movie. It wasn't a sauna, though, Robin. Nope. They, the elevator made a sauna out of itself and killed people with it. I don't remember that. Is that no, that's there's the one called Devil, which is an M Night Shyamalan yeah, yeah. where everybody goes into this elevator, and they have to figure out who the devil and is. And one of the people's the devil, and it turns out to be Luigi. And I hate to give <laughs> out the, uh, the have the end. Meanwhile, Bruno's masseuse checks in oh, on Twitter. Hey, and you know what his handle is at Rub Bruno. Follow Bruno's masseuse. <laughs> it is a guy actually I'm on a massage table. He's been around since 2014, so he's not just a Johnny come lately, so to speak. The best back rub for men and women is Bruno's masseuse, at Rub Bruno. And you know how many followers he has, which is unbelievable, Robin? How many? 69 followers. No. I'm not making You can look it up okay, right now. Wait. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. So, pull it up. All these double 
entendres here. These are not done. This is okay. So this just is. came Bruno's in. I don't. Mr. I don't run the account. I don't have any fake accounts. I don't have any burner <laughs> accounts. The best back rub for men and women is the he- header photograph. Bruno's most. Oh, did you see the? Uh, the yeah, picture? he's got me on a table, and he's got who does he have giving me a massage? John Travolta. John Travolta <laughs> giving me a rub down. I'm on the table. Johnny Travolta with one of his bad toops on is giving me the massage. I do not believe that Bruno's masseuse is, in fact, John Travolta. But remember, we did get to meet John Travolta at the private screening of the movie Gotti. So maybe it is the real John Travolta. Followed by Doug Peterson's hair and Donovan McNabb. Wow. I know. This is a pretty important guy. He rubbed yeah. me. Maybe he rubs me the right. I haven't had a good massage from Bruno's masseuse lately. I think I need a little uh, manipulation soon. I you could, know what I'm I could. I could stand a good massage. I'm like. I'm I could go. I, I'll take a bad massage right now. <laughs> it's like oral sex. You know that was bad. How was? How could oral sex ever be bad, Robin? Um, I could think of a few ways. Well, it's because you're hard to please. Meanwhile, Aren't most women. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> anyway, so get, let's get back to football. And I got a lot of other things, too, to get to today, okay. Robin. And we haven't even – the fireplace isn't on. Oh. Robin, you have absolutely been – This is the been, first time somebody... I, I know. It takes our audience oh. to make sure that everything is done right here. So the fake fireplace is not on, Robin. Is it unplugged? Did you blow a fuse? Oh, there it is. You need more kindling? <laughs> There it is. There it is. We I don't just, need the heat. I had to on. stoke the fire. Yeah, Johnny. exactly. You had to get that one of those. Uh, what are those things called when you squeeze them and you put the fire in? They're like an accordion, but they're uh, what are those <laughs> things called, Robin? AJ in San Antonio. How can oral sex be bad? Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi on line one. Oh! <laughs> I want to thank our buddy, our very observant follower, SF Falcon. S Falcon 39. He always points it out. But normally I have it on already. This is the first time that he has said, where's the fire? And I actually did not have it on. We didn't start the fire, as the great Billy Joel once sang, Robin. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And by the way, you see the breaking. We have breaking weather news, too. This is a big deal. A couple days ago, we had snow squalls squalls and squall warnings and people running around crazy in the streets. Not just here in Philly, but all over the eastern seaboard. And now suddenly, global warming is coming. Not winter, global warming. And I want to thank global warming and climate change because the climate is going to change, Robin. Do you see what the, the reported, the predicted weather forecast is for Saturday and Sunday here? No, what is it? In Philadelphia and vicinity? Supposedly... According to sources at the National Weather Service, JackuWeather, AccuWeather, Weather Bell, Weather Honeys, Weather Hose, it's going to be close to 70 degrees Saturday and Sunday with some rain in the forecast. In January? Yes, that is absolute proof that we have a climate catastrophe and people will go out into the streets and protest by donning their jorts, their flip-flops, and their tank tops this weekend in protest of global warming. People will be heading to Wildwood on the boardwalk to watch the tram car, to hit the beaches, 
in protest of 70-degree weather in the middle of January, Robin. Where do we go? What should I put on to protest the climate change this weekend? Should I march in front of City Hall? Can someone send me some prepared signs that I can go out there? Clarky Bob says, here in Minnesota, we call climate change the seasons. Yeah, baby! Yeah. Yeah. We call it the seasons up there. And, and the good thing is, <clears throat> who's calling on the phone while we're on the air, Robin? That was a fabulous Philly godfather. Does he not know we're on the air? Yes, he totally forgot. He goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Let's put him on. Tell him to call back. I think he needed to talk to me about something about the Super Bowl, though. It wasn't that. And how about this? How about the fact that we already have the plans that we have our airline tickets. We have our rental car, and now we have the Airbnb, a lovely home in Miami. And what will we be bringing to Miami? For the first time, I, I, I mentioned this to AJ in San Antonio. We were going back and forth uh -huh. texting last night while I was getting with my picks. Last year was Atlanta. Now, Atlanta's a great city, but it's not tropical no, in the winter. No, it's still it was, chilly. It you have to wear coats. It's not like Minnesota where you have so to have. Bombed. Can I just say that I, so uh, two years ago, we were in Minnesota. Or was that three years ago now? Last year, it was in Atlanta. We the were year there. Before Minnesota. The year before was Minnesota so when ago. the Eagles won. Two years ago, Minnesota. It'll be three and Super had... Bowls ago, by the way, by the time. And then we were in San Francisco for 50. Right. I mean, we, you go down and the I list. Lost, Houston. I'd lost quite a bit of weight. And yet, in Minnesota, I was all bundled up because it was freaking cold. And now, uh, by the now way, I've we gained... were well aware that it was supposed to be freaking yes. cold. And so we planned accordingly. Right. Correct. This year... Um, I have gained a lot of weight this last year for various reasons. And we're going to go someplace where I'm going to be wearing skimpier clothing, and it's just not fair. I know, my banana hammock. I already have it separated. So upset. I already have the back bedroom, which is currently – I have the jorts out. I have the boy shorts out. I have the banana hammock, which is a must-wear thing when you're on South Beach with the Brazilian girls and the Brazilian boys. you got to roll with the local customs. you got to fit in and assimilate when you go to Miami. And so I'm getting my gear ready. And you want to talk about a sign from above? Uh-huh. 68, 70 degrees? I'm actually going to have to shave my legs for I'm this. I'm going to have to get my manscaping material out, and I'm going to have to just clean the whole thing. I may go down to bare skin. Did you, you have your manscaping a, right behind you. I got you. the manscaper. The I'm gonna, I, baby, I'm going to be working hard. I may do it outside since it's going to be so nice. I may go outside and manscape. I'm hoping, I'm hoping you're going to go out back, not out I'm going to get front. a folding chair, my, my, my lounge, you know, the one with the straps around it that you buy at the dollar store. You, you buy at the Luigi's. Uh, Luigi's um... No, you don't want to get all that hair inside oh, the yeah, sauna. Probably not. I, I don't think that would be comfortable. But you don't want to get out the lounge chairs. Uh -huh. I'm not talking about the real good ones, the, you know, the ones that are made out of... I'm you know talking about the ones with the vinyl straps around them that you fold up and then they get I water miss, in them and get all rusty and shit. I miss the days when you were in Venice and you had the uh, sun deck up on the oh, third floor. Man. I got naked every day up there and was I wasn't awesome. afraid. You know what I'm saying? It was awesome. But how many people will be out there? By the way, people still go out with flip-flops and shorts when it's 30 degrees here. Imagine the insanity this weekend when people are out in flip-flops, shorts, and tank tops this weekend. And that, imagine what the guys will be wearing.
I got to do something uh, real quick. I got to drop. Let's see. It's Jan- It's the 10th, right? We got 15 days, Robin, before we go to Miami. Yeah. I will, I, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. Start, no, let, let me make this a stone cold. <laughs> guaranteed lock right now, Robin. Maybe Robin won't go along with me. Unlike. I will lose. I'm, I'm weighed 214 pounds oh right now. Oh, my God. I was up to 220. I'm already dropping pounds quietly while no one's watching. By September 25th, when we jump on that big bird and fly down to Miami on Eastern Airlines, <laughs> the wings of man. You ain't losing 15 pounds, bitch. <laughs> That's not nice to say to Robin. What's the matter with you, Dean? I, I know I'm not losing 15 pounds in 15 days. I may have to go. Uh, here's my new. By the way, Rock Blue 22 says, today's my birthday, Tony. You know, sorry, Rock. We know we would normally do that, but the show has strict rules. We're not allowed to say happy birthday to, to Rock Blue or anybody else well, who's having a birthday. we're not allowed to say happy birthday, but we can do um, something for your birthday. Um, not birthday sex, though. This okay. is your birthday song. It is a very long Olay. Olay, baby. Olay. There you have it, folks. I was going to get a Peloton, but then I realized it was $2,500 and I'd be ripped all over national media and my stock would go and down and my like pants ha- would go down. You don't like having people tell you what to do anyway. It depends on the mood and, you know, how much drinks first. You know, you got to relax. You got to chill. No Netflix and chill. I don't do that shit. Trust me. When I put on Netflix, I, I'm, you couldn't be further from, away from chilling for me. I see Netflix go on and I go the other way. I Netflix and go crazy. It's an outrage. Wait a minute. We have breaking news now, ladies what? and gentlemen. Breaking news. Breaking news. That's the wrong uh, drop, by the way. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, as you know, Robin, noted actress. Right. And she has a company called Goop. Goop. She is Who now. I am not for. making our this up. Our friend works for this. What's our, that? Our friend yeah. works for Goop. I know. Yeah. It's a good company. They are now selling a candle. Guess what the name of the candle is, which you could buy. On her site, Goop. I don't have a clue. Woke? It's a, it's a, it's a boogie parfumé. Bougie. Bo- a bougie. I'm sorry. Bougie. Bougie, like bourgeois. bourgeois. The bourgeoisie. Which is actually not a uh, nice description. No. It's a bougie parfumé. We. Oui? Oui, oui. No. No. Oh no. Oh no. The, the oh, it's a candle. It's, so it's not a body spray. Right. It's not something that you slap on it. it smells very bougie. It's bougie. You know what it's called? The bougie parfumé? This smells like my vagina. I am not making that up. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop is selling a candle called This Smells Like My Vagina. I... And then, of course, the story on the cut.com says, but does it really? Let's fire that some bitch up right now. Okay. <laughs> I am not one of those people that, uh, that says uh, a vagina smells like fish. Because if it smells like fish, there's something wrong. Normally it does not. It's not supposed to. Uh, it's only if like there's an infection or something. So I'm saying that, but still, why? No, I mean it's it's not exactly 
like smell like roses. And now, of course, some of the br- brilliant minds on Twitter are all over this story. Someday, the This Smells Like My Vagina, vagina brand will be on more products than Kirkland. Hey, you can save money by going to the Dollar Tree and buying the almost smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina knockoff brand. <laughs> Come on, Robin, that's funny. What's the matter with you? I don't, this I smells mean, I, like my okay, vagina. Like, I'm going to put out a complimentary male version of this smells like my ass. <laughs> I wonder how many of those we could sell, Robin. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, like, you know how you, when you put a candle, like, that smells like something, and you, if you come in from outside to the inside. And you know what the worst ones are? The the pine ones, because they never smell like a Christmas tree. Right, and the entire house smells like whatever the candle is. Can you imagine, like, having Grandma come over to your house, and she walks in, and she's like. That smells like some pussy. (laughs) What is that? Whose pussy is that right there? (laughs) Granny? What does that smell like? Well, well, Grandma, <laughs> let me tell you what that smells like. <laughs> smells a little gamey, a little gamey to me right now. <laughs> That's Rock Blue 22. Happy birthday, Rock Blue. This story does stink out loud. Now, how many women now and men will run to the website, the Goop, so that they can and find buy out this how... candle and fire it up? Because they just—it's just because they want to. It's smell. brilliant marketing. It is brilliant marketing. What if it does smell like a vagina? I don't know. What if it smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina? Then what? Well, how do you? How can she prove it? She can come by, and then I can do a little uh, <laughs> taste test. Oh, I'm sorry. I can do a little sampling. Smell test? Smell now, who a, is she with? smell vision Didn't Wasn't she in all those? Uh, she's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. I don't know who. I don't, wasn't she in the. I think uh, she's married to a businessman. I don't think she's married to a. Well, he's a smart businessman. If he's smelling stuff that smells like her punani, why didn't I think of that? Actually, Punani candle would be much... I like the sound of that better. How about this one? Oh, man, my ass smells terrific. (laughs) The complete line of body function accoutrement. (laughs) Bougie accoutrement. Aren't you... Yeah, exactly. CBB, aren't you supposed to light a candle to get rid of the bad stench? (laughs) Cujo knows. I can't wait to blow that candle out. (laughs) When's Lizzo going to sell her vagina smell candle, for God's sake? I, it is brilliant marketing, but it's sad marketing. It's sad that it has come to this. <laughs> Just, it, wait a minute. Bob from Valley Forge. Is it like ceiling paint? It goes on pink, but it dries white? <laughs> I mean the jokes right themselves. Thank oh. you, Gwyneth Paltrow. Thank you, Gwyneth Paltrow. I loved you in, uh, in Iron Man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. God. Monica Lewinsky just chimes in. She's no, we smelling. Should really, we should open up the lines. Let's now, open Tom. up the phone lines. 215. Forget about the football games. We've got important situations to discuss right now. Ladies and gentlemen, forget about the war in Iran, forget about impeachment. Let's get down to what does your vagina smell like and whether or not you would buy a candle and market that. <sighs> Monica Lewinsky just chimed in on our Twitch stream at uh, Tony Bruno show. Uh, she has a new candle coming out now too, Robin. 
Who's calling in and doesn't wants to talk about uh, Carson Wentz's uh, headache? Who is it? Doesn't Jose know we're talking about vagina-scented candles? He just started tuning in. What's the matter with you, Jose? I know you're listening to those shows. We're talking about Carson Wentz and the Eagles coaching staff and Doug Peterson. We, no, we're, we're, we're over that shit on this show, man. I'm not. I'm done. Would you buy a candle from Gwyneth Paltrow's website, Goop, that smells like her vagina? And would you fire it up where you live in Norristown and vicinity? Yes, sir. Wouldn't it be weird having to explain this to your roommates? Yeah, I know. What would they say? No, you what? surprise your roommates. You, you light the candle. Okay. You put it down, and then you sit around, and while you're watching DVDs of the Lakers of the 80s. Lakers Celtics game four, the Rambus clothesline game. Boom, there you go. You got the Rambus clothesline game on. You're sitting around. Picture this. And then you, without your partners and friends knowing it, you have secretly ordered on Amazon.com. Is Goop available on Amazon.com? No, I, just, I have Amazon. Hold on. Beer, beer Vac says, does the smell change every 28 days? Well, you know, that's a good question. I don't know, Robin. I don't know. And so Jose's watching. You're on. Game you're, four of the NBA 84 finals. Exactly. But you have multiple DVDs of great NBA games from the past. 85 finals, the 89 finals, the 86 World Series, the 77 World Series. See, that's when sports was really great. That's when we didn't have to make American sports great again. So anyway, so you're watching this, regardless of the great classics from the 80s. Mm-hmm. You fire up that candle without showing anybody you cover. I don't know what it says on the actual jar. Robin, can you go to the – we should get our friend – who works for Goop on the line right now. Yeah, we should. Now, I, I'll call her in a minute, but Dean says the candle, he just went on. The candle cost $75, and Goop said it sold out within hours. I told you. P.T. Barnum was right. I'm going to, uh, you talk to Jose. I'm we we have an actual, we, we know people. I'm going to call Tina right now. Hang on. What up, Tina? Our good friend Tina out in California works for Goop. So we will go now. Because we are about journalism. Instead of just making stuff up and just supposing and thinking aloud, which is great because there's so many funny things we can think of, we will go to our source at the Goop headquarters. The only Goop, uh, there's other Goops that I've had, which, of course, you know, the stuff when you, you know when you have boots, when you go into the plumbing department and you got like a cut in your leather or your boots are leaking, yep. there's this stuff called Goop, right? Mm-hmm. And you put it on boots to seal a leak and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, would you buy this candle for seventy-five dollars? Uh, if it was lower than seventy-five, then yes. But if it was seventy-five, I said no. Now, what about if you bought it in the dollar store in Norristown and it was on sale for seventy-five cents? Would you buy it? Sure. Damn right, man. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Jose. Other than that, let's get to the business. What up, Twitch Nation? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Luigi's? What up, Twitch Nation? How we doing on this Friday afternoon? It's beautiful. The Flyers are playing the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight, the hottest team in hockey, nine in a row. They're coming off a shutout last night at home against the Phoenix Coyotes. And that's like they came, the, the Capitals came in here the other night, Jose, as you know. We beat them in overtime. The powerful, powerful Caps who basically own the Flyers. You remember last year, oh, yeah. Flyers got smoked. Game Every time they played the Capitals, it was a smoked. beat down. They were they were swept last year. They were outscored eighteen to nine by these Capitals. This year, as you probably know, Jose, 
the Flyers have taken three of a possible four points from the Capitals, who came How in many here. Points out of the possible? Three of a possible four. Four points. points. Everything's about four on the show. We got eight teams. We'll be four teams, and then we'll have the final four Sunday night in the NFL. And now all of a sudden, the Flyers facing the Tampa Bay Lightning. As I mentioned, nine in a row. Red, Stamkos. red hot coming in here. But you know what they say? Weeks do come to an end. The Flyers and the Sixers are both roadkill. But when you come into our house, you get your behind kick, you yo. get your. The Flyers are 14 2 and 4 at home. Their goal differential is plus 36, Jose. And yeah, the young phenom. You know what Carter Hart's record is at home? I think he's undefeated, yo. No, that is not correct. He is 12 1 and 2. 12, the, 1 and 2. 12, wow. 1 and 2, and he has only allowed 23 goals total at home this year. Well, make sure that it's not 24. Uh, Thank you. What's wrong with my machines? Mm-hmm. That's hockey knowledge you're not getting on any other show. All nope. these other slapdick shows that refuse to talk hockey, to talk action, hockey you're getting deep inside the NHL tonight. Sort of like uh, Jeremy Roenick did, I guess, when he was... <laughs> You know, we have tonight again right here at the Wells Fargo Center on a Friday night. Oh, that... Exactly. Crank that some bitch up. What up, Stamkos? And what up, uh, Russian goaltender? You're damn right. One thing about the Tampa Bay Lightning is certain. They've been a really, really, really solid team for a long time, and they always find a goalie. Whether it's an old goalie, a new goalie, a foreign goalie, an American goalie, a foreign goalie, a Russian goalie, a Ukrainian goalie. It don't matter. They throw that some bitch in the net down there in Tampa, Mm -hmm. and the Lightning, Mm -hmm. one of the most consistent franchises in the National Hockey League, Jose, as you well know. In the Eastern Conference, yo. Exactly right. More consistent than the evil empire in the west of the state, and the Caps and all them. Exactly. Tampa's been consistent. They've been in the playoffs, but one problem. What up? Choke job in the playoffs? No, nah, they don't choke all the time, Jose. Come on, man. What's the matter with you? They were. They now, last them. year, last year, you were at, even Dean, the biggest Tampa Bay hunk out there, has to admit that last year was a titanic almost flyer-like choking sensation from the... Now, who was the flyer coach who said we had a choking... Terry Murray. We had, like, a choking sensation, and then he got his ass run out of here right after saying his his own team choked. We got swept 4-0 against the Red Wings and Scotty Bowman and CBY and Mike Vernon's and uh, Chris Drapers of the world and Darren McCarty. Now, even Dean, even Dean will admit they've been choking for eight years. They have the most talent in the league. Yes. And they can't win a cup. Is it time to fire Cooper? You know, I don't call for coaches' heads on this program. I think he should get the. I think he should get a warning business from the front office. Should he get a, a vote of no, now? Say they come in here nine in a row, red hot, playing great. Just coming off a four nothing shot out of the Coyotes down there in the uh, in what do they call that building in the tank? Not the Shark Tank. That's in Carolina. That's the other. That's uh, Glendale. No, 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 no. Down there. That's the St. Petersburg Times uh, Forum, uh, formerly the... The Ice Palace. The Ice Palace. That was formerly the Ice Palace. Yep. 
Jesus. That's so, where Martin San Luis used to play, and Dave Andrew Chuck and Ports used to coach, and Nikolai Hobby Bullen used to play. That's great. Now, and don't forget also the greatness that is Bobby the Chief Taylor down there Bobby for the many, Chief. many years doing part of the broadcast team for your Tampa Bay Lightnings. And he did part of Flyers on Prison with the legendary Lake Green Gene Hart. Yo. Exactly. And Amelie Arena, Amelie Oil. It's like liquid ball bearings. Yes, sir. Am- Thank you, Dean. Amelie Arena. Wasn't that a song? Amelie. Oh, no, that's Am All Right. That's Am All Right. This- and, of course, the, uh, the the Coyotes weren't at home last night. They play in the Gila River Arena. <laughs> they changed, you know. After my favorite, favorite monster Gila monster. The Gila monster. It's a Gila monster, really. But we Americanize it, call it the Gila monster. Uh, according to Bobby Clarkey, uh, not the Cow Palace. The Cow Palace was located in, in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Exactly. That was the original barn out there, the Cow Palace. Been there that's several times for a couple rodeos. And that's where the was Sharks. That, fr- that wasn't Robin's first rodeo. No, I'll tell you not. that right now. <laughs> that was the Sharks' first home before they built the uh, Shark Tank out in San Jose. That is phenomenal, phenomenal building knowledge, Jose. They used to call it the H. They call it the HP Pavilion. Yep. I call it the Shark Tank, Joe. It's always been called the Shark Tank. That's the nickname. Mm-hmm. But the corporate sponsorship has, in fact, changed. The HP Pavilions, yo. And then HP, they realized that the, the printers didn't have enough ink, and they hired Shaq to make sure people put the ink in the HP without getting all those stupid little cartridges. Because <laughs> you always run out of, what's the one you always run out of, Robin? Black. No. Oh. The Cartridge one color. There's one color in these inkjet pr- uh, printers. Oh, is it the red one? The the I don't know which one you run out of. I hate to do it to you. Don't you watch Shaq's commercials that are on like every 10 seconds? He's on every commercial now. The general. Cayenne. Cyan. Cyan. Not cayenne. That's pepper. Cyan. Cyan pepper, yo. Cyan. Cyan. Oh, correction. Bearcats is the SAP Center, not the HP. It was the, no, that's right. SAP Center. No, I think it was the HB Pavilion 2 before that. Yeah, it was that. Then they changed it to the SAP Center. Exactly right. I'll still call it. Or nor is it magenta? Is it cyan or magenta? This is another mystery question, because as you know, all these old printers that have like the little containers. Yeah. You always run out of one color before the other, but then you have to replace the entire thing. That's why the whole um, Shack HP video or commercial is correct. Like nobody's doing more commercials than Shack, and you know what? He is great at them. Shack is pimping Epson. Epson. But they all use ink, you know. Yeah. It's, it's he's now it's the general commercial. Well, he's too. pimping everything. Yeah, he, and you know, no I went into, anymore. I went literally, I went into the eyeglass store to get my new lenses, <laughs> and there's a picture of Shaq pimping a frame. I, I mean, there's nothing he's that Shaq doesn't sell, it. and he, you know what's amazing? He's great at it. Yep. He's a great salesman. Yo. He really is. His personality comes out. He's I mean, funny. He, he is. He's he's absolutely dead solid. Gwyneth Paltrow, I guess, runs out of magenta. That's why she has to sell. Uh, uh, I have a snatch uh, salesman. We, we do we have, a, I have an update? I are have we, an is update. she going to come on with us, Tina? She does not. She no longer works for Goop. No. Oh, yeah, I know. Tina. Oh, and probably the stench of vaginas in the office got her out of there. <laughs> ran her out of there. Now here's the thing. So Goop sells other people's things on their website. This is OPP. By, this yes. <laughs> this is um, uh, the brand name Heretic, and it's actually a man, Douglas Little. 
A little guy talking about vaginas? His name is, he's a perfumer or perfumier. Perfumier. um, Named Douglas Little. And. um, Can I call him Dougie? These are his own fragrances. So this isn't actually Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, vaginal juices or excretions. It is a candle by Heretic called This Smells Like My Vagina, which is also a perfume, by the way. And then he has a holiday set perfume. Um, one of which is called Dirty Lemon, Dirty Fig, and Dirty Rose. But here's one of my uh, favorite. Go-to and items I, there. I, I actually think I would like this based upon the fact that the perfume smells like five different flowers. Orange Blossom, French Tuberose. French Whores, what about that? Yes, I'm sure. Grandi Florm, <laughs> Jasmine, Yang Yang, and Linden. And the scent is called Florgasm. Oh. I think I would like it. How about the scent of a woman? Scent of a woman There's sounds good. There's also Dirty Jasmine. What up, Dirty Jasmines? Love Dirty Jasmine. Guess who's Didn't Don Henley oh. do a song about that, Robin? We got a uh, adult, adult entertainer update. Hold on, oh, hold wait. on, wait. Before we get to the adult entertainment portion of the program, which we obviously love on Ooh, this show. Dirty Laundry, Don Henley, yo. That's exactly right, man. You kick them when they're up. You kick them when they're down. I make promises on the I play that song all the time. I love that game. That should be my intro going into the show. There's the bubble-headed bleach blonde. Pretty much on every television station in America. Hold on, hold on, Jose. He's going to yell at us if we talk over it. There you go. No, wait, 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 don't get to the kick and one when they're off, kick and when they're down part. Hang on, Jose. What up, Dirty Sanchez? That's Mark Sanchez's new fragrant line. Okay, no, we can't because they're going to cut us off. They're going to get us cut. God damn it. That's a huge loss. It is a huge loss. All right, let's get it back to uh, whatever we're... Now we have an adult entertainment update. From your correspondent, a man who's been to all the great clubs, Risqué, Delilah's, <laughs> Penthouse Club, Cheerleaders. No, not those clubs, the <laughs> adult clubs. Let's go to your correspondent, a man who's perusing all of the talent in town this weekend in Philadelphia where the temperature will be in the 60s and the skin will be bare everywhere. Or as Opportuno said in the movie Heat, Greatest! Greatest! hoo Number one. On this week's star on Cheerleaders will be none other than the great Rachel Starr. Rachel Starr with two R's, by the way. The one with the one R, she's Bobo, Rachel Starr. Mm-hmm. The other one is the one with the tattoo. Which one doesn't have a tattoo these days? Is, is there a stripper that doesn't have a tattoo? Well, she's going to be at Cheerleaders this week. That porn actress stripper star. What's Rachel her name? Starr. Rachel Starr, yeah, I know her. I don't know her personally, but I've, uh, I've admired her work from a distance. What up, distance, and what up? <laughs> what up? What up, what distance? up? I'm a big fan of her work. Me too. I, I like her, uh, her, um, great ass. She's got a <laughs> great ass. <laughs> Hoo-wah. I would date her in a heartbeat, but the problem is I'm not, I don't, I'm not into that business, yo. Oh, I'm sorry, 
Kendra, but you're not pregnant. That is great. That he recognized Kendra's laugh from way back in the day. And you know who she was married to, Jose, bringing it back to sports. What up, Baskets? Hank Basket, ladies and gentlemen, former Eagle great. <laughs> if Hank Basket, if Hank Basket had been around this year, he could have saved the Eagles wide receiver core and led them to the Super Bowl. I need to interject really quick and give a shout out and I'm going to give him a dispensation for watching you on Instagram rather than on Twitch. The great Colin Thompson is in the house uh, on checking in checking in on and Twitch? he's well he's he's on Instagram because he probably doesn't have a lot he's he's, and down. he's, he's working out getting ready for the season opener of your yeah. Tampa Bay Vipers in the XFL. So Action. Normally he would be on Twitch, but he doesn't have a lot of access where he is because he's so busy. So he just did a real quickie, say hello on Instagram. Quickies. Yes. What up, Instagram? Well, he is uh, an athlete. By the way, uh, Rachel Starr is not Ken Starr's daughter for all you people obsessed with uh, politics and impeachment. Or Ringo Starr's. When you think of Ken of Starr, you think of the attorney for uh, Monica Lewinsky at the 99 impeachment hearing. And uh, we always got to bring impeachment and, and, po- and pop culture and politics into it. So Rachel Starr, not related to Ken Starr, not related to Ringo Starr, or Stephen Starr, restaurateur in Philadelphia. Yes. Or Bart Starr. The or Bart Starr, the, the late great Bart Starr. Green Bay Packer legend in the Lambeau Field. It's going to be cold. It's going to be when the you think frozen of Bart tundra. Star, you think of the two MVPs in Super Bowl one and two, and not only that, the famous quarterback sneak in the '67 Ice Bowl against the Cowboys. Exactly, and not just, Michael, not, not Patrick, the the starfish from SpongeBob. Correct. Yeah. Good pull from Bob from Valley Four. I just want to say, Colin says hello to everybody. He says he's loving the show. He said he's in training camp and had to pop on before a meeting. Yeah, don't miss any damn meeting. I don't yeah, want no. you getting fined for missing a meeting because you listen to the show and you understand the importance to all of society that this program brings each and every day. You follow me? You follow me, camera guy, yo? Exactly right. No, we don't have any Vipers gear yet, Colin. I don't have anything from the XFL. John McMullen said he, he sent an email to the XFL and they sent him gear. Robin, get on that right away. I do need to get on that. Actually, the XFL uh, PR department reached out to me about having the CEO on up, during Bob? Super Bowl week. So, uh, By the way, not the, not the granddaughter of Sally Star either. Your gal Sal, former cartoon the, host. Is that the lady that used to come on Channel 6 back in the day? Yes, cowgirl. She's Sally Star. Your gal Sal. She used to show Popeye cartoons in the afternoon and wear all the cowgirl girl gear. Yeah. Your gal, Sal, Sally, she spelled it with two R's, too. But no relation, I don't believe, unless we do, unless I can get close enough to Rachel Star this weekend and get a swab and, and do a DNA test. That's the only way I can tell whether she is related to Sally Star. Oh, Bruno's. Yes. Uh, you know what I was doing last night before I went to bed? Uh, do I, uh, do I, I get I multiple we, guesses? I don't know if we want wait, to wait, know. Uh, wait, how about this? Could it be? Chicks at the same time, man. I wish I had that, but he said before he went to bed, Tony. Well, I usually do that before and after. Number four or before. uh, I was watching the 79 Stanley Cup finals between the Habs and the Bruins. Oh, man. That's that's classic, yo. I I was watching game three because from what I heard from that series, when the Habs were up 2-0, Mr. Grapes, Don Cherry, made a coaching cold goalie change. And then he made a racist comment and it was removed from the bench right afterwards. 
No, yeah, that, that happened later in his career. And by the way, what he said wasn't racist. I don't think it was. So you got to give Hockey Night in Canada one of those. Let me give him one of those. They're our neighbor. You remember, the Canadians are really, they're not our allies. They're our, they're our hated neighbors to the north. Other than that, moving on. I love me some Canadians. I'm joking, Robin. I just want to get people fired up. Especially Don Collins, who's Canadian. By the way, I gave, I'm giving Dean a generous Bruins question on this Friday. What's the question? Who was Gary Cheever's backup in 1979 for your Boston Bruins? Dean? That's Jerry Cheever's to you and me. Spelled G-E-R-R-Y. Sorry. Who was Gary Cheever's Jerry back- Cheever's. Jerry Cheever's backup in 1979 for your Boston Bruins, Dean? I'm going to have Dean phone in the question. or No, not call in. Just put the answer on Twitch. Yes. And we'll see if he's right. Because I know the backup. All right, Jose. I know who it was, too. Let's see if Dean knows without looking it up. And we'll take the answer off the air. Thank you. Hey, Jose. Yo. Beautiful, man. He got it. The great Jose from Norristown. Exactly right. Uh, hey. Hey what? Hey's for horses, Robin. We. I always do that to you, and I, and I, I, looked, I didn't look like you do. And Robin and I are driving around in the country, like going down and see my kids who live in rural areas. We invariably drive by farmland. And, of course, all the corn stalks are down. Everything is, you know, obviously it's cold, it's winter, it's going to be 60s. I wonder if the corn will grow again, or the children of the corn will come back. And there's always big piles of hay yes. or straw that's bailed up. And so I always say, just quietly, and it gets her every single time. I'll say, hey! And point over there, and Robin looks. That's a lie. It doesn't get me every time. It did. It did get me every time. And every now and then, you still get me. But for the most part, I try to ignore you now Thank <laughs> whenever you. you say that. Thank you. Meanwhile. Um, let's go to Florida, shall let's we? Let's go and get a damn Florida oh, story in here. And now we have a phone call. Is it the goop people? Um, hold on. Let me answer this first. Put them on hold, and then we'll go to Florida. We're doing live screening, ladies and gentlemen. Live screening right before your eyes. Yes, we're gonna, we have play action reel on the line. I don't believe he's ever called in, but we will put him on hold and get him up next. But before we can interrupt the already heavily scripted yeah, Tony totally, Bruno show. Totally heavily scripted. At 2.50, we had the Florida update locked in. We cannot go over, so we're going to do it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's go, go down to Florida. Florida. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Let's go to Florida. Down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up, up the rays. Well, not the Tampa Bay Rays. Nobody's soaking them up, unfortunately. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go down, 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 down. All the way down to the eastern seaboard of the United States of America. Let's go to your correspondent. Let's go to Ormond Beach, Ormond Beach. Yes, yes. Not named after the great former Philadelphia Orchestra conductor Eugene Ormondy. How about that pull? Or Normandy Beach. Come on, Robin. That's that's not good. Okay, Let's go down I, I to Ormond, Ormond Beach. Beach, Florida, Biatch. 
And specifically, the a, a, they're not naming which one, but there is a, oh no, they are, Brookdale Assisted Living Facility. Now, as you know, um, the elderly um, are all getting into the Alexa phase. It's great to have because your, yeah. your kids can drop in on you. I had one for my dad before he passed away. It was awesome because we could talk face to face and he would be able to, he loved music. So he would be able to say, hey, Alexa, play such and such. Or, hey, Alexa, uh, who who was the star in whatever movie? And she would answer him. He loved that. And then, then now they're probably answer, hey, Alexa, who in our uh, assisted living uh, facility uh, puts out? Well, Can you no. get that information? No. In this particular case, you know how, what they say is that Alexa also uh, listens yeah, to she what's going on. Yeah, she, she eavesdrops, She's basically right? a spy in your house. Right. And well, we have like five of them in our house. Right. So in this particular case, it's like, excuse me, sir, um, this is Alexa. Would you like uh, help stealing from this elderly folks home? So this is a would-be thief entered an elderly resident's room in Ormond Beach and without consent without consent and apparently this was something that he had done before and i will show you the lovely face oh of he looks gentleman. like a good fella i mean if oh, he yeah, walked yeah. into my house or in any facility around here and, and by the way he's wearing an orange shirt i yeah, mean yeah. that gives a that, get, that giveaway so no, that's what his happened prison picture, I think. was the his name is uh, russell bannister 47 years old the presence in the victim's room was detected by an Amazon Alexa device, and it alerted her family. Danger! Will Robinson, danger! And turned on the video camera, and what happened is that they, they, when he walked in, the family said, um, excuse me, but what are you doing there? And so it, thanks to Alexa, they caught this guy who has been doing this for years. They actually f went back. Because so this son of a bitch walks in, yes. looks like a custodial kind of white trash dude from Florida. Correct. Or a custodial white trash dude from pretty much everywhere in America. Correct, correct. And he goes in, and people just think he probably works here. He's probably a custodian. Mm -hmm. And he goes in and takes shit out of the rooms and gets away with it. And so it, people have been ripping Alexa for her eavesdropping. Well, you know what? It actually can do a lot of good. because well, while we don't, Police don't show up anymore, so we might as well have Alexa start the, nailing these sons of bitches. Well, the police came by. Charges were pressed against him. He, on the video, assured the officers that he had never been arrested, but that was not true. And he is already notorious in the area for scamming a number of elderly Volusia County residents. He has billed himself as the hurricane handyman, taking money and never doing any of the work. Uh, he's a really great, upstanding guy, apparently. By the way, that's not Jim Gaffigan. People are looking at the picture. Cujo <laughs> <laughs> knows this. That Jim Gaffigan? He um, targets residents ages 75 to 85. Great guy. Great son guy. Of bitch. Son of a bitch. So if I was there, you. you know what I would do, Robin? What would you do? I can't even say on the air. Well, I... I, see, this is why I think Alexa is actually a good thing. Like, it has, like, this thing where if you leave the house, you can say, Alexa, I'm leaving, and it'll automatically turn a special uh, sensor on so that if it hears any glass breaking or anything that's, like, an alarm going off, it'll immediately notify you. What happens if Alexa hears this in your house at night? <laughs> well, that case, she'll turn down the lights. And... And maybe she'll try, and she'll light the. Uh, it smells like my vagina candle for Our you. Our <laughs> Fitz G 
says, Alexa knows everything. I asked her if I was going to get lucky one night, and it told me, I don't think so. <laughs> See, I mean, Alexa knows everything. Unfortunately, Alexa knows too much. Well. And does she put out, and I never saw a picture of Alexa. Yeah, we did no see photograph. a picture, and we did have a chance to talk to, to the, real Siri. the original Siri. Well, who is who's, quite good-looking, actually. Yeah, she's a hot chick. But uh, we have somebody... I, don't I mean, think... she's a little older, but, you know, I like women of all ages. I'm not discriminating because she may be in her 50s. We I mean, have... you're in your 50s now, Robin. I didn't dump you. <laughs> don't you know it's not nice to give out people's ages? Uh, you did. Hello? I, I have. <laughs> I'm not as... I I'm didn't give out your weight of... like a lot of guys uh, do. Yeah, no. We won't go there. But let's go to Play Action Real. Let's go to the phones. Is he's Play Action Real? Yes. And what does Play Action Real? I know what a Play Action Pass is. I know what an RPO is. But I don't know what Play Action Real really, really means. What up, yo? Hello? Is he there? Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, there he is. Damn it, Robin. You had, <laughs> one, you had one job. <laughs> Normally, I put, I put people on hold from the other phone. This one, I, anyway. Play Jeez. Action Real. Here we go. On the line, what live. Up? What up, Tony? It's Play Action Real. Where are now? Where are you call? Where Where do you live? Play Action Real, Mister. Can I call hey, you just well, Play? Can I call you Playa? Yeah, whatever. Hey, I'm, my name, real name is Jeff, and I had to call because five days in a row, Tony, and I'm, I'm I had to look outside of beautiful Gilbert, Arizona. It's, it's sunny, but I'm like, is it snowing five days in a row? Tony's on the Tony's on the air. Love so. Gilbert, Arizona. Robin and I have been there many, many times on our way yep. through the damn desert, all the way up to Flagstaff, all the way through to Jerome, going up to the haunted town in the clouds. Have you been to Jerome? Oh, you know it. Yeah, I took the family last year, so great. Great. Uh, what's it called? The Haunted Hamburger. Yeah, no, everything. I mean, it's not, I don't know if it's haunted, but because it disappears in the clouds, you know, there's this whole thing. You drive by and you're driving through the desert down through the Verde Valley which means green for those of you who aren't into green vegetables and all the other important substances that we need. No, Robin and I, Robin, obviously, her dad lived in Arizona. Yeah, my, and my, my mom, my stepmom still lives yeah. there, and then my brother lives in Ahwatukee. I had a place, uh, Wada Wada? Ahwatukee. Ahwatukee. Is it anywhere near uh, Los Abregatos, Robin? Uh, oh, oh, no. That's where we stay in Sedona. That's yeah. Beautiful. Hey, it's beautiful. If you no. go there, Tony, let me know. We'll be there. Ahwatukee, uh, the Ahwatukee foothills are closer to Gilbert. It's down no, I yeah, love. Yeah, really I, cool. I, I love. I, I almost bought a house in Sedona. That's how much I fell in love with that place. But you know, it's it, the one thing about Sedona which I love. It's obviously tourism is its main industry, and there's beautiful homes and scenes are just. It's in, it's one of the greatest places on earth. If you just want to go and chill. In fact, this morning when somebody sent me a te- uh, uh, a Twitter a tweet suggesting how I felt about Marianne Williamson. Basically bailing it out today. She fired her staff the other day. Oh, yeah. She bailed it. I said, you know, I, I really feel bad, but don't get me wrong. I would love for her to join me on the vortexes up there on the red rocks of Sedona so that we could lay there naked together as one and feel the energy of the vortexes, the healing powers of Sedona, Arizona. I'll bring the crystals. She can bring the crystals, and we could be as one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Get your get your wine. Oh, yeah. Get your blankets. Yeah. Who cares who, who sees you, Tony? Do it. Hey, I've done it many times up in Sedona. <laughs> I wanted to feel. I have pictures. One with the earth. How I, many times have you had me on the rocks, Robin? Here's a, here's a little, Not love on the rocks, by the way. Here's a little uh, <laughs> note, though. If you are going to sunbathe nude, 
you need to be very slow in exposing those parts that have not been exposed for a very long time. Why? Don't because they get they'll get burnt faster. No, it's not about the it's about the spiders and the tarantulas coming up and snakes <laughs> grabbing your snake, thinking it's another snake, depending on how your big how big your snake is. You know what hey, I'm saying? Don't forget the scorpions. Absolutely, love I love the scorpions, scorpions man. Baby. I'm not really a metal band guy, but our hair oh, band. Scorps are awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I could go to Metallica and that's it, you know, partner. But oh I, man! Hey, you. Let me know. You never need an invite if you're if you're in Arizona at my house. Anytime, you know. Like I said, Los Abrogados, Talacapaque, right next oh, door. I love Talac. I bought a lot of I bought a lot of art in uh, Talacapaque. Yeah. And I even know how to say it, which most people do. See, uh, you have so much Arizona knowledge. I don't even have to say anything. So Damn right, it's man. Wonderful. Beautiful. It's wonderful. No, you know, Robin and I love Arizona. I mean, I love traveling everywhere. You know, but Sedona, there's no doubt. The first time I ever went there, I immediately fell in love, and I, I wanted to live there. And, and yeah. it's, 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 it's quiet up there. You know, after 8 o'clock at night, all the hippies are inside, you know, smoking the ganja and chilling and getting this, the, and, you know, and, and, and getting candles lit. Imagine, bring, imagine that house we almost bought in Sedona, oh, Robin. God, I want that house with so the, bad. With the vagina smell candles all over the place. Oh. Oh, man. The, 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 the oh. patchouli oil. And all of the incense. The coyotes burning. would be howling. Exactly. Multiple not not the Phoenix coyotes, unfortunately. They're not howling yeah. much these days. Oh yeah, I get to the local stuff, but I'm from Texas originally, so how about those Texans? Do we have a shot, Tony? Let me check my magic eight ball here. I do have the stand, <laughs> stone call. Let me, in fact, they're fresh off the printer. Let me pull them off. Let me excuse me while I whip this out a second. <laughs> so now we know Play Action Real lives in Gilbert, Arizona. I would like to put a face to the voice to the to the uh, handle on Twitch. So we're going overtime for you to be able to uh, do the, your Stone Cold Lead Pipe locks, Tony Bruno. I should release them right now. You should, because it is Friday. I did have a timeshare in Sedona for many, many even years. Even though you are going to be on air tomorrow. That's right. Don't forget, tomorrow, you want to come out, press the flesh, have some great food, great pizza right next door at Angelo's. We will be making another appearance. Countdown to yeah, kickoff. This is extra because we did not think we were going to be going back to screwballs. No, screwballs and King of Prussia season. afternoon action from two to four. Countdown to kickoff. It's an afternoon Tony delight. Bruno and Harry Mays yes, together in the house again. We were there every week on Thursday nights all season long. But now we're in the playoffs. And it's a Saturday, so playoffs. a lot of people that couldn't come down before because they were working. Yes, and couldn't make it up. It's going to be sixty-five degrees. It's going to be like you're in Gilbert, Arizona, in the fall. Beautiful. Before the haboobs come through. <laughs> and there may be some haboobs coming through King of Prussia tomorrow, too. How many people know what a haboob is? I'm going to try to rein my Me? haboobs in. I will wear a bra tomorrow. <laughs> just, for, just for this. Uh, it's a little bit nipply. It's okay. That's all right. I love it. Uh-huh. Now, people don't realize how cold it is when you go north up into the... Uh, you know, up in the elevations, you go up to Flagstaff, yeah. and it's oh, freezing yeah. up there. Oh, yeah. It's, yes. It snows. Beautiful. Anyway. It is. Let's do this. Uh, Jeff, we appreciate you calling in, man. So, again, why does play action real? That's the one thing I, I want to get the, the, the answer to. Why did you choose play action real as your handle? Oh, play action real goes back to football, and I always, must, I always did a play on words, like down and distance, play action real. So, it just goes way back, you know, so. Nothing, nothing too much. No, I that, like it. It's play, you know, you, you're, you play action and you're keeping it real, which is what this show keeping is all about, as you know. Absolutely. Well, the, I've been following you forever since the 90s. And, and yes, my little son Colin is still your, your big old fan. So 
Wow, that is awesome, That's man. That's awesome. Now, how old is your little son, Colin, now? He's eight and a half. Beautiful, man. That's good yeah. parenting right there. There it is. If you start your kids <laughs> off listening to Tony Bruno, they will become the most balanced, fair-minded, smartest, well-thought-out well people on the planet's surface. And they're going places. Yes, they are. We, we keep hearing from people that are like, I started listening to you when I was 8 or 9 or 10. We have one kid who was not a kid anymore. He started listening to you into the night. He would call in as a 12-year-old, yeah. and now he's an adult. And he's in college, and he's studying uh, broadcasting. Exactly. It's awesome. Oh, exactly that's right. Good knowledge, Tony. Well, yep, that's yep. what I do. I'm here to teach the children. You know, you got to... The children are our future. You teach them well and help them and lead the them way. Lead the let way. them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Oh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They should, somebody should write a song about that. <laughs> yeah. you're, a, you're a lyrical genius, man. Thank you, Play Action well, no, Rail. Hopefully you. we're going to hear from you again. Yes, I'll call you back. Thank you. Play Action Rail. Let's put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen. He keeps it real. He keeps it raw. And more importantly, he keeps it continue the same thing every time. All right, I'm going to post the pics. In fact, as soon as we're on, they will be posted on thepropsnetwork.com slash Tony Bruno in there. Just go to the Props Network, look for the pics, but we have an actual link yes, to the you, page. Um, on our Twitch page, there's a link under Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks, which is right on the front under info. And then if you're on TonyBrunoShow.com, the website, there and there's a link, there. and you just click Tony Bruno's pics. They're always free. They've always been free. I'd never charge for a pick, even when I was absolutely the single greatest Monday night prognosticator the world has ever seen. But enough about me. What else do you want to know about me? Oh, I know what you want. You want the stone cold, guaranteed, lead pipe locks. And Robin, you know when it starts, don't you? It starts Saturday, tomorrow, 435. Stone cold. And you know Lead where, that, pipe lock you know where that game is going to be? Uh, Luckily, you do not have to. You do not have to endure. She's on her way. You don't have to endure the ESPN crew this week. You don't have to worry about Booger McFarland on your TV set this Saturday and Sunday because ESPN and ABC are out of the... NFL business right now. Yeah. But this is going to be on NBC, and it's going to be in San Francisco at Venerable's Levi Stadium, which no one's ever called Venerable. No. But it is out there. It's nicely painted, and it's a big game. The first game of the weekend on NBC Us. And, yes, Minnesota knocking heads with the Niners, 435. Niners seven-point favorites coming off the first round by, so they had the week off while Minnesota was out there shocking the world, stunning the Saints, and lifting the King Kong-sized monkey off the back of Kirk Cousins. And the road dogs in divisional games have been pretty damn good. So you know how I'm leaning here. And I don't want the Niner fans to think I'm not, I don't like the Niners. The Niners, by the way, what's interesting to note here. Let me put some more music in. I can't do this dry, Robin. Okay, hold on. Stop okay. taking my damn music out. Because I want people to be able to hear it on the you replay. Can hear it. No. If the you... NFL films music is not something they're going to pull down. Wow. The hell's the matter with you? They pull down all sorts of stuff. They can pull this down later on. The Niners are 3-8-1 against the spread at home under Kyle Shanahan, Robin. We know the Niners are good. But we also know this is a team 
that has a lot of playoff virgins. A lot of these guys, remember last year they were 4-12. and 12. They've yeah. been unbelievable this year. Minnesota can run the football. They can defend the football. And not just because they just won last week, but they did go into New Orleans against a high-powered team and pretty much shut them down. They're not going to shut down the Niners, but I think they're going to keep it close enough to have a chance to win the game. And all they have to do, even if they lose, as you know in point spread betting, is cover the number. I think they'll keep it close and maybe win this game outright. But I'm going to take the seven points and the Minnesota Vikings tomorrow in the 435 game. Then it's Saturday night. And you know where that game's going to be, Robin? It's going to be on CBS. Oh, yeah. Let me just get a taste of the theme to begin with, Robin. Just to put you in the mindset, Tony Romo. I think Romo's doing this one with, uh, with Jim Nance. 8-15 on a Saturday night. Ravens and the Titans, the first MIS semifinal game in the AFC. Baltimore rested. They're at home in Baltimore. I know it's not going to be a safe place for you to visit. Put on all your protective gear and head down to BTMTBBTBB Stadium where the Baltimore Ravens are nine-and-a-half-point favorites, Robin, over the Tennessee Titans. We saw the Titans last week go up there to Foxborough, and just when the owner, Robert Kraft, was ready to get another complimentary rubdown and special happy-ending massage as his Patriots advanced not so fast it ended. Tennessee, you know the story. Derrick Henry is a beast. That opens it up for, for Ryan Tannehill. But Baltimore, despite the week off, red hot. 12 straight wins, 9-1 and one against the spread. Eight of their last 10 wins have been by double digits. And while it's a high price spread, Robin, which I normally avoid, especially the pâtés and all that other overrated shit that people eat and think is good, I'm laying the number. I'm laying the high price spread. Nine and a half, Ravens lay the number at home. In Maryland. Now let's kick it to uh, Sunday now, Robin. The games are earlier. All right. You, so you see Saturday, you got a late afternoon game here and then the night game. But Sunday is not just for the boys. Sunday Believe it or not, starts on CBS again. 3.05 Sunday afternoon in the AFC. The Chiefs against the Texans. Up there at Arrowhead Stadium, where, as you well know, these Tennessee Titans already went up there once earlier this year, Robin, week six, and won the football game. But Patrick Mahomes was operating on one leg, and now... They got all the toys and bells and whistles back in Kansas City. And their defense, weak against the run, has been playing well later. Andy Reid's team, even though he's, uh, his number against the spread in the playoffs, not great. But they can, they can run the football. They can throw the football. And while Deshaun Watson, Carlos Hyde, and uh, Duke Johnson ran wild all over that, all over that uh, Chiefs defense in, in week one, they're going to try to run again, too. There's no doubt about that. But the, the de- defense for your Kansas City Chefs have only allowed 11.5, 11.5 points per game in the last six. Kansas City gives it up on the run, but they are absolutely awesome against the pass. One of the best pass defenses in football. 
Patrick Mahomes will take advantage of the defense of the, te- of the uh, Houston Texans because nobody's better on third down than Patrick Mahomes. Kansas City, too much offense. That's why I'm laying the generous nine and a half. There's a couple big spreads here. You're talking like almost double digits here. But Kansas City at home with rest and all the weapons back from Mahomes, I have to lay it, Robin. Lay it down and smack him, yak. Generous nine-and-a-half-point spread. I think Andy Reid and the boys get it done. As much as I love the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson and gang, and I know they got J.J. Watt back, I just see the home team winning here. And finally, finally, ladies and gentlemen, this is the game, the one that has the closest point spread and the one that most people think will be the most competitive game, but that's what it looks like on paper and because of Vegas. But this is the one, Robin. Uh Uh-huh. This is on Fox. And you know where it's going to be played, Robin? No. On the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Because as they do in Green Bay, which they do better than any other NFL city in America, they already put out the bat signal a couple of days ago requesting volunteers to come into Lambeau Field with the shovels and the ramps to get the snow that's expected. though, that they don't get free tickets anymore. It used to be that if if they volunteered, they would get a ticket to the game. They don't do that anymore. That's an outrage. It is an outrage. But listen. People love it. They feel they're part of the community. I, know. I love Packer the, fans I love the are the idea. greatest fans in the they country. Are. I've said that a million times. I've been there. I know what they do. And the fact that you watch those fans go in there with shovels, it's it's, it's like a brigade. I fanta- know, yeah, and it's a fantastic system. Because the seats, you know, there's a lot of benches there. Yeah. So they got to get that snow cleared out so they can overcharge the, people to watch the games. And they got the snow slides. Yeah, it's baby. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And Aaron Rodgers. We've seen him struggle this year. We've seen him have bad first halves. But when he gets the turbo boost going with the Aaron Jones combo mambo 19 touchdown pack package and the Green Bay Packers have three of the top defensive players in football right up front. So while the Eagles hung in there and they just weren't good enough, and I'm just, I'm not anti-Seattle. I think Russell Wilson is a national treasure. So there's no vested interest in this game. I'm just giving picks based on knowledge. Not based on, well, Seattle beat the Eagles, so I'm going to pick against them. Homie, don't play that shit on this show. I'm just telling you right now. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and the Packers' defense oh, up front yeah. could be the biggest difference. Those guys will get after the great Russell Wilson. And unlike the Eagles, who couldn't get near him, I believe they disrupt the game. And yes, I believe the Green Bay Packers have the huge advantage with those three defenders up front. Russell Wilson will feel the heat, and he'll feel the cold, even though he played at Wisconsin, so he's not some wimp who doesn't play in the cold. Lay the four. Take the pack. Lock it in. You're stone cold. Guaranteed. NFL Divisional Round Weekends. Picks. And by the way, once it's over Sunday night, how many teams will be left, Robin? in the National Football League to play again next Sunday, January 19th. One, two, three, four! The final four! And so, as I said to begin the show, I will repeat to end today's broadcast festivities. January is flying by super fast. 
the NFL Conference Championships next Sunday, January 19th, the Final Four. So just remember this when you walk up to somebody and you don't know that much about football like Miss Robin, there's only one thing you need to do to dazzle them with your brilliance and baffle them with your bullshit. We're a week away from being two weeks away from Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday night, Robin, as soon as the last game ends, on Fox, you tell your friends, do you know that right now that we're just a week away from being two weeks away from the Super Bowl in Miami? And if anybody wanted the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks, if they weren't writing it down, all you have to do is and, go and, yeah, to... Like, well, you don't have to even email to the Markle Post or send in for printed copies the Merkel Post, not the no. Markle Post. That's the You Meghan go Markle. to one of the best sites out there for getting betting tips, for getting uh, places. Just the picks. You... You, can, you can find places to bet. They're, they're not yeah, a bet. Yeah, but it you has all bet. of Tony's. Right. Um, let me set up what okay. the Props Network is. Gotcha. They're not selling picks. They're giving away my picks. A couple of other people are on there, make their picks. And then they offer, they're like a clearing out. Then they offer you places if you want to bet on these games where you can go and bet on them legally online. That's what it is. What it is is what it is. So I want everybody to have a great weekend. Be uh, careful out there. Don't drink and drive here in the Philadelphia area. Don't expose too much skin just because it's going to be in the 60s Saturday and Sunday. Be careful with the jorts and the flip-flops. Unless you're a woman, then you can wear whatever the hell you want. So... I just wanted to show people the Props Network. The com. I'm showing it up on the screen. It has a lot of information. Um, and even if you're new to the game, if you're new to betting, because a lot of people are, they haven't had access to it. Now all of a sudden they do. Go on to the PropsNetwork.com, and it has fantastic information. They're already put up there. You don't have to get a, a, a printed copy. You can print it out. I print it out. I have it right here. What I just read to you on this very program, word for word, Reading from a rare prepared statement. They're available now. Absolutely free. You bookmark it. The picks are there every week. I've been doing picks there every single week since the beginning of the season. That's how we get it out. Get it in. Get it on. And so don't forget, tomorrow we will be back. Live. Live. That's going to be how many days in a row? Not four. Not five. Six days in a row. I want to hear NFL doctors refer to this reporter and Harry Mays as heroic. We are going to be heroic tomorrow to put our skin, our voices, our vocal cords, everything we have on the line live. So make sure that you... At Screwballs in King of Prussia. You have at least, because that, that this portion is free, at least followed Tony Bruno show on twitch.tv so that you will be notified when we do go live. Exactly. But, um, if you want to stop on by, it is in Screwballs, King of Prussia, great little bar, fantastic food, um, and it is from 2 to 4, correct? 2 to 4 p.m., which lead us, leads us up to the kickoff of the first game, the pregame show, Saturday, 4.35. So we'll be there two hours before breaking it down, slapping backs, kissing babies, seeing all the regulars who came out every week during the season. Signing You're in the, the King of Prussia area. It's going to be nice. I'll be signing fleshy areas because the weather's going to be warming up for women. And even the guys. Guys, you want me to sign your breasts or your back or your arms? Peck. Pecs. Or me. Bo- I can sign pecs. Buttocks. Whatever you need. I'm there for you. The Tony Bruno 
faithful followers. And the, it's not even a cult. The Bruno Familia. Your family. Yeah, we're not even in the Olive Garden. Because the food is great, too. At Screwballs. And I'll beats tomorrow, too. Wonder if uh, Luigi's working, if he's going to get his ass out there. Harry will be there. Hope you'll be there, too. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Maybe we'll hang out at the King of Prussia Mall after. Get some uh, coffee refills from my Nespresso machine. Oh, good idea. And bring back the 72,000 empty capsules that we have sitting around. I'm Tony. She's Robin. You know who you are. God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. No matter how many evildoers in this country think otherwise, they can all go straight to hell. Good afternoon, Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. Come on, come on.